Welcome to Out of the Blank. Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. Brandon, welcome back. Welcome back. It's your podcast. I'm welcoming you to your podcast. Did, did, um, we, did we ever leave? That's the thing. Did, uh, you never stop clapping. It, the time between claps is just longer. Like a metronome? Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's, it, I, I, I try not to get, uh, I guess, into the political stuff on the new thing, but... I always it always ends up reverting back to it. Surprisingly, most it's, of the past it's me. Well, no, it's not just it's you. It's unavoidable. That's, that's the thing is that like that's the two topics that it always boils down to is either COVID or politics, and that's why I've been getting super interested into like not only the Epstein stuff but also JFK has been resurfacing again because Oliver Stone and his Junior. documentary that came out, and it's just it's all over the board, bro. It's hard to be right to like all the time <laughs> i mean it's even saying like hard to, i don't even know like is, is it being right or like i've been getting super interested into digital artwork now but with computers and i'm just realizing where that's going to go where i started getting so here's the thought i had this morning at like 2 a.m i was like so they can make your skin younger right they can make you look younger vampirism Okay, now that's taking me down a different rabbit hole because I start getting down to this thing where I start seeing like people that are drinking baby's blood and, uh, you know, people that we see on TV, you know, those people are drinking. Before we get down there, now they can make you younger, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, baby foreskin, uh, stem cells. Uh, what else they got? What else they got? They got hang on, uh, hang on. Hang teenage on. blood transfusion but just like botox like common cosmetic surgery shit you know they have Poison. ways to make your skin look kind of younger in a sense um but the one thing they really can never fix is like your ears and your nose those seem to kind of like they're kind of like i mean you can get a nose job but like your ears are constantly growing even like i mean when you get old like so if you can set the clock back on your skin much like rolling the odometer back on your car if they can do it to the outside how long until they just switch it over to where they start doing it on the inside where you have a person who's 400 400 years old but looks like they're in their 20s and then the, would that bring a whole new era of what else is going to change with that as well too i mean i don't see why they haven't tried going down that rabbit hole yet i mean if they focused on making your looks younger it can't be that far off to try and find something to make the inside organs a lot younger i mean they just had a person survive i think for two weeks on a pig's heart like it's it seems like they're just they're skipping over those little steps, which makes me even more curious and not into the get to the whole conspiratorial thing yet. But on an aspect of like they have to have some research stuff to be doing that somewhere. If they're already figuring out how to psychologically or take your subconscious and put it into a machine, which they're still doing today, they're doing military grade advancements like that to, you know, not really extend your life but make a copy of yourself then i start wondering how hard is it for them to be able to figure out something with gene editing i mean gene editing is taking off in the market surprisingly in the past couple of years where stem cells were looked at at a point of like this is 
hypocrisy. This is Satan worship in a sense. And now it's like everybody you know and their grandma has had stem cell something put into them. Uh, I don't like stem cells because uh, that's black magic. Uh, what? I like to see all these sciences through through a magic lens, right? Like, uh, what we want immortality as magic. We want um, eternal youth as magic. We want uh, omnipotence, which would be the computer type stuff. Um, Keanu, he immortal, bruh. I don't know. I've You're seen him about- age. He's aged pretty heavily. Uh, I saw I saw a reason for that. It was uh, his commitment to a role in the Matrix. He had to age himself to... No, I'm kidding. Um, I was to say, what does that mean? He's have like a button on his <laughs> body where he's like, I need to age by like a couple of years. I, want to nah, I, stopped, drinking the, I stopped drinking the juice, bro. Um, so you, the fact that we know that there is like... Uh, can upload my mind i can drink the juice i can the juice probably does make the in your skin's an organ right it's the largest organ of your body square footage whatever but um vicariously <laughs> uh, <clears throat> i had a funny thought um you know how they got the disclaimer um at the end of every like uh here's all the side effects and have no, and got no, uh, they got no, uh, into the commercial side effects for the chrome adrenal. But, um, so I would assume it would affect all the organs. Well, I mean, just through taking the fitness route for so long and kind of doing my own research in the health industry as well, too. It's just there's a lot of stuff about our body's cell replication and just how cells are constantly transforming and regenerate. I mean, your liver can regenerate um, only to a certain point. Uh, and then you have to get a transplant. Like if you reach cirrhosis levels at a severe part, there's kind of no healing of that. If it starts scarring that point, the liver's kind of just whatever it can heal, but whatever scarring is there is going to always remain there. But I mean, I, you get a cut on your finger after a little while it heals. You get a cut, um, depending on how, if you need stitches or not heals. I'm just wondering how difficult it is to be able to kind of train or regenerate your cells at even a faster rate without aging you than also maybe recreating new ones and harboring what that process is on a larger scale. Because I mean, if there's an idea that it's obsessed immortality, and I mean, the, the whole rabbit hole I'm kind of going down here is if that idea of immortality is what's on everybody's mind, it's been on that way throughout history, instead of going from a chalice and finding whatever the fountain of youth Deuce. and doing doing that type thing, I get to the point of the safest immortality that I rather have, I don't want to be through the digital age, which is kind of what we're heading into. I rather it be still in the physical form, but more not on a cloning aspect, more of being able to regenerate your body to extend your life. Cause to think living in your thirties was the, like the longest age back in the day. And then now it's kind of like, there's people that are 106, 112. There's a lady who was 112 and had COVID. Like you start getting to this point of like, I rather that be the safer bet of extending your life out in that sense where you end up hitting on someone at a bar and they're 400 something years old. You know what I mean? Um, I had a thought. Let's see. Um, 
the idea of more immortality, like uh, I think the avenue is. I don't like the yeah. I don't like the uh, technological part of it either. Because someone could go clack, 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 bap, 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 download you, put you on a shelf, never be seen again. Well, who um, runs the server? That's the thing. It's like, it's not just, you're not really in more control. I'm looking for the biggest avenue for the most controllability out of your life if you're going to extend it. I don't want to see a clone because at that point it gets into sketchy territory of becoming property in a sense. And to think that society wouldn't repeat, that's kind of a like a, a, a thing people like to tell themselves. And I hate going down that dark territory because people listening are like, oh my God, he's talking about owning property. That's how it goes with something that's brand new like that. It would be the same thing if we created AIs. I mean, everyone likes like, like all these AI apps that I use to generate art, for instance, that's owned by someone. It's their property, their rights, their everything, but they're pulling off images from the internet. But the fact that they created an algorithm that can do that, but then we get also into another side of the territory where it comes into censorship, a big issue me and you both face and more like any content creator out there can face. You put up a tweet saying this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. They'll put it down for bullying. It's gotten to a giant safety bandage part. Now, do you want the Internet too safe or do you want to let people say what they have to say instead of other people trying to find it somewhere else? So we're talking about uh, gene editing. And the fact that we can say that to each other, that magic, that's fucking uh, spicing and and transforming. Uh, and you're talking about living long. So I'm like, uh, Wolverine. Goals to be Wolverine and X-Men. But I think powers is coming. I think the mutant abilities? Yeah. Like what? Uh, healing factor. That's one. You Paper cut, just turn up the speed. Do you just yeah, think that's how- naturally going to happen, like an evolutionary process, or do you think that's nah, nah, we forcing it, just like, okay. just like you said, with Elon trying to plug us up, and we could just probably get there telep- telepathically. And I'm always saying, our imagination, anything that can that we can think, we could probably create, and the only thing that prevents us from doing so is time. So. We're talking about gene editing. We're talking about longevity. We're talking about cyborgs. That's technology is revealed to us 50 years later. So they're 50 years ahead of whatever we're talking about. I get that. But like it started getting to a point where it started to seem like the movies where people were just creating things off the movies. Now it seems like it's 100 percent like that. Like there's a lot where it's like, um, oh, it's the other way around. You think? OK, it's imagination is what I'm saying. All that's stopping us is time. All right, so we can go clack, 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 and we can make you see my imagination come uh, to the screen. But physically, there's people working on it, or they're letting us say, hey, hey tell them about the, uh, tell them about the uh, thing 50 years ago, and uh, we'll get it normalized like aliens. Like aliens, alien, uh, gene editing, gene editing, uh, uh, stem cells. See, stem cells is uh, is black magic because I, I think in the Bible, I'm not like a super Bible thumper, but the things I'm hearing, I'm like, ah, dang, I have to read the whole thing, don't I? But um, so in there it says, uh, don't be consuming uh, like human blood or like anything that matter. seems deep, dark, and occultish. Yeah, the Bible yeah. is going to tell you not to do. But when you, but when you say baby cells or 
you say stem cell stem's a weird word stem is it the umbilical cord stem is where it comes from but um yeah that's the black magic i'm doing all things that uh that the bible said ain't nothing new under the sun so i think of tataria and all the technologies it's lost and then the bible says uh revelations uh mark of the beast and i'm like oh yeah Religious exemption, bro. I ain't, I ain't participating. <laughs> well, they say the words mass psychosis, like we've been under a mass psychosis for a long time, but I think it's just a mass confusion. And now what do you want to chalk that up to some type of manipulational tactic or some type of way of tricking you or switching the narrative around without you knowing? It just makes it very, very difficult to understand anything because even the words that we say are very, very confusing. Um, it seems like everything's kind of losing meaning in a sense, not in the matter of life is losing meaning, more in the matter of like, like all these things that have been built and confined and kind of like all parts of the establishment are being kind of unlocked in a sense. Like there used to be sacred and religious things that you could not touch or, you know, family values, for instance, that is completely depleted with the amount of people that are hooked on the technology. Now, uh, if we talk about the idea of destiny what is this there's just a whether you want to call it another revolution or not i don't think the people are part up for a revolution i think it's more like a simon says type act like if you would have had this type of situation happen 200 years ago when people were dealing with like the industrial revolution or some type of thing that happened maybe predating what kind of this new era this new technology age has kind of been i mean what's where are you going to see riots now where you i mean you'll see riots on the street sure but where are you going to see like the most kind of growth actually be affected and that's the internet and i think people are really walking into that mindset that the internet is where you can affect change and that's where we're seeing a lot of change and i think that's only going to be harder to be able to do so and then you're not going to have a lot of people that actually want to go in person you're telling me in negative 20 degree weather or 10 degree weather you're going to be standing outside fighting something at capitol hill i'm surprised more people didn't walk up to the gislaine maxwell trial thing and demand to go in there there was like a hundred people at the gate of that thing sitting out there just be like, well, we're waiting to hear. It's like this thing's going to last six weeks. Next thing you know, around Christmas time, they're getting close to figuring out what the end answer is. Like, that's a weird thing in itself. I knew some stuff about Epstein. Did you know he wanted to create an ultimate race of people? Did you know about this? Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, you know, bro. I will pull this up right now. Um, so this is from the New York Times. I honestly don't like any of these news sources, but I've heard, seen this on the Washington Post. I've seen this on many other things. But it says, Jeffrey Epstein hoped to seed human race with his DNA. Now, if you scroll down, Jeffrey Epstein, the wealthy financier who was accused of sex trafficking, had an unusual dream. He hoped to seed the human race with his DNA by impregnating women at his vast New Mexico ranch. Mr. Epstein, over the years, confided to scientists and other about his scheme, according to four people familiar with his thinking, although there is no evidence that it ever came to fruition. Mr. Epstein's vision reflected his long-standing fascination with what he was known to become transhumanism, the science of improving the human population through technologies like genetic engineering and artificial intelligence intelligence critics have likened the transhumanism to a modern day version of eugenics the discredited field of improving the human race through controlled breeding mr epstein who was charged in july with sexual trafficking girls at young as 14 was a serial illusionist he lied about the identities of his clients as well as his financial prowess his personal achievements but he managed to use connections and charisma to cultivate valuable relationships with business and political leaders 
I mean, first of all, they're going to say that's just Epstein. Bill Gates is doing the same fucking thing. He becomes friends with all these people. He even said in that interview when they were talking, I could pull up the interview if you don't know what I'm talking about, where they asked him about what were you dealing with Epstein's after all these allegations comes out. He goes, well, you know, I went to a couple dinners and then I haven't talked to him since he had the same, I guess, philanthropy. Um, I guess that's how the word is philanthropy with some of the affiliated organizations that he was keen and interest on are the exact words he said. And they were like, so what about the dealings though? Like all this stuff coming out, like you haven't, you have, do you have anything to say about this? He goes, well, he's dead now. And it's just like, does that discredit everything? At I mean, this point, what difference does it make? Okay, so is it so fucking out of the realm of possibility or so conspiratorial thinking or maybe influencing or maybe suggesting? I have no clue, but just, here's my thought process. If you're Bill Gates and there's a record of you befriending all the people on the Nobel Prize Committee and you know that you've openly said you wanted to get the Nobel Prize, so you start doing a bunch of work to the benefit of humankind just to be able to get a plaque or a trophy, much like most people will rig the elections, not in an actual political election, but in an Oscar fucking nominee. And this man, you're telling me with all the footsteps up to the fucking door, you're not going to knock on the door and ask, why is he doing all these things? Now, is it Maybe in his anger of the fact every year he's not winning a Nobel Prize, he sees that some monk from fucking Guadalajara gets up and wins the Nobel Prize for some type of speech that he gave in a protest where he didn't eat for three weeks. Bill Gates is sitting there like all the fucking money I've spent building a goddamn company that is fucking working on something I don't give a shit about. You're going to give it to that guy? You don't you're telling me the dark side didn't take over and he just goes, I'm going to befriend Epstein, who's been known to associate with all of these famous scientists and all these people in high superior power, whether it's political office or whether it's research and wonder, hey, Epstein, since we're buddies and we've had a couple of dinners, you think you mind hooking me up with a Nobel Prize? Nah, 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 nah. OK, maybe no Nobel Prize is trash. Right, uh, they gave that shit to Nazi. Yeah, I think Hitler got one, maybe. Don't quote me on that one. I'll I'll say that. But all right, let's say I want to create a new race. Is that what it was? It was yeah, not breed really. breed. Uh, it's Ubermensch. He wants the Ubermensch. Seed he human wants- race with his DNA. Yeah. So I mean, is that's what CRISPR does, right? CRISPR is genetic uh, engineering, right? So yeah, is it yeah, just yeah. bad because one person's doing it rather than we look at the government, a whole entire thing that's doing it? It's absolutely bad. It's a hundred percent bad manipulating um the genes of the base life form. Once you create one that can impregnate the base, it's all tainted forever. Right. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, okay. In 1939, a submission not intended to be taken seriously. Anti-fascist member of the Swedish parliament, Eric Gottfried Christian Brandt nominated German dictator Adolf Hitler, but the nomination was canceled. So he actually didn't win, but he was nominated for one. I was close. I'm not, I'm not so didn't Trump crazy. win one. I think he did. Or uh, yeah, he did. It's when they were all holding that globe. That was obviously magic. <laughs> okay, apparently he was nominated, but he didn't win anything. Yeah. 
So let's say let's go let's go into cartoon territory. Yes. So we're not talking about people and alleged and whatever. Let's say let's say I got the Legion of Doom, right? This dude he good at mixing animals with with, with people. This dude's good at uh, putting technology in people. Fucking this person got the healing factor. This person got the, hey, all of y'all come in here. Let's have a party and we're going to get drunk. Fucking, they, they all scientists who had their, had their accidents. Reed Richards and whatever. Um, then I got the blackmail on you. I got all the blackmail on you. And I have my own goal of creating uh, mutants. All right. And... <laughs> I'm just man. So many comic storylines are just like, all right. So I'm always you'll watch a movie, you watch a scary movie, and then all the people are fucking doing the dumbest shit ever. Every time, and we know that because we've seen the movies, right? But in that world, are there not scary movies, right? So in this world, there's thousands of hours of literature for, uh, even in comic books and cartoons about dictators, tyrants. Uh, it's all like, it's all encompassing. Life imitates art or the opposite. Who knows? So lost the beginning of that. But all right. So back to back to dr doom or whatever um if i can if i can uh it's my goal to create the, the next whatever and if i do it in secret bro these things exist there are children of epstein oh it was my goal to there are oh oh kill myself for the children type deal so nobody knows about my secret powered children allegedly um, there's a dude, uh, Kilgrave. He could, uh, the purple man in Marvel. He he would emit a pheromone that when he said something, you'd have to do what he said. Mm -hmm. um, but he had children that he would implant in other countries to whisper in the ears of whoever. Like, all right, so... Can I give you I a, wanna, can, I, can I give you a broad band approach that might help you kind of get to the point you're trying to probably make? Um, I think I'm almost there, but I was say yeah. I think people are more looking for the actual like face front enemy of a billionaire type that is like an Epstein through people like Elon Musk and through people like Bezos. And I don't think that's how it is. I think Elon Musk and I think Bezos are just people near their 40s that just want to spend money do whatever the fuck they want I, I i think that people are looking for that face frontal big bad dr doom villain and i don't think that's necessarily how it is i think what it is is i think it's a whole entire thing that's working in the backdrop the government is doing the same thing on a way deeper scale i think the fact that epstein got caught or there were allegations about him he had been doing this for a very long fucking time and worked his way into a lot of people and a lot of parts of business why did he suddenly just get a bunch of attention Probably because they found that he was rising up in power in the backdrop with nobody knowing his fucking name, and they had to take him out because they were afraid of him. 
Now, this is where it gets a little bit kind of weird because it lands in this area of like, I feel like people are really trying to find this devil type, this person out there that is going to be like a Bill Gates or this type of stuff. And then you see them trending. It's to get eyes off of what's working in the backdrop. And that's a lot of this side shit that's going on between like these new passing of regulations, these new things. I mean, half of your constitutional rights are being taken away from you without you even knowing it all because you're not worried about that. You're worried about whatever the fuck Bezos is doing. You're worried that he's at an 80s party or something like that, which makes it really kind of strange because they don't interact back with it. And it's like, don't feed into it. Don't feed into that. You're, you're They're going to come at you even more. It's like, well, ignoring it, they're not going to go away. And you can't just make a public apology or you can't just say something that's going to make them stop attacking you. You're in the eyes of the narrative now and you have to wait till it's on somebody else. But why do we keep watching where the spotlight goes? It's like a cat with a laser pointer. Why don't you look at the person with the fucking laser pointer and the person with the laser pointer is all these media corporations and who owns the media corporations? Man, a lot of these things, I start going like, man, we got to look at the fact that this might be not just Russian disinformation or Chinese disinformation or whatever this type of stuff is. This is like an overall grand scale thing, which recently trending was MK Ultra that a lot of people consider a conspiracy. This is mind control from the start, and they have articles on the CIA website I could pull up right now about that shit. MK Ultra also superpowers. Um, but I'm not saying that there's just one bad guy, bro. I said Legion of Doom. It's all corporation organization. Uh AU. Hey, I I got this uh I got this uh, uh uh genetically modified human and I want him to listen to me. I need you to put that chip, a brain chip in him, and we're gonna cohabitate. We're gonna uh all right. Dude had to spy next to him, facilitating Jiz Lane. She, the, the 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 governmental aspect is already in there. Like fucking string pullers. There's, I think one of our last our last episodes, we're like, there's like twelve islands, there's a hundred islands, there's the there's the Chimera That's the island. thing is like, I hope there's a fucking person that's investigating these islands, and I hope it's like, you know how there's PETA. Why don't we have like a pedophile Pedo? explosion? Yeah, like we have something that fucking goes through and does all that. Like people give the Q, like the QAnon shit. As crazy as it was, I mean, are you mad that there's an organization out there that wants to stop kids from being molested? Like you can't be mad at that. Like that's something that's if a that good were true, goal to would have. it be so bad? That's what Trump said. What that if if there if, was if, if I were fighting a cabal of uh he didn't say um this parts of quotes if I was uh doing that would it be so bad would it be a bad thing well Trump also says something about like about bombing they asked him about all the bombing he has he goes an earthquake happens in Haiti and a million people die or something like that and it's like what the fuck I it's like that doesn't make it excusable but I mean I get his point I guess I'm not siding with Trump on he's fucking nuts on a lot of shit um. I just, um, I just like uh, the fact that we had the guy from the Celebrity Apprentice that was fucking president. Like, I just want to see the downfall of humankind come from here. Um, it made more people than ever pay attention. But and so, then we'll be getting into my topic. So the whole um, kind of point that I was trying to rise up here is that. Um, so this is from NPR.org. Um, this is. At the top up here, I'll put the CIA secret quest for mind control, torture, LSD, and a poisoner in chief. So 
I mean, this links into like JFK and shit. It also links into Charles Manchin that I've talked about before. But it says, oh, how the CIA brought LSD to America as part of the search for designs that would allow people to control the human mind. CIA scientists became aware of the existence of LSD, and this became an obsession for the early directors of MK Ultra. Actually, the MK Ultra director, Sidney Godelith, Godelib, Godelib. Um, can now be seen as the man who brought LSD to America. He was the unwitting godfather of the entire LSD counterculture. And I mean, the CIA had arranged to pay for 240000 to buy the world's entire supply of LSD so they could own that. See, a lot of people, like with the, with the invention of the nuke, for instance, um, I feel like nobody, no country, everyone's worried about like, oh, we're going to be bombed. No country wants to go into a hot war again. How the wars are going to be fought now are online and they're going to be not only be fought online, but also in a cold war sense where it's going to control distribution. Now, this is not an old, this is nothing new. This is an old tactic. What happens is you buy up their factories. You, I mean, that's the reason why we put most of our steelworking factories during war times. We had them in like Pittsburgh and all these giant places that had really crappy in like weather conditions in case that they had this idea that satellites couldn't see through the clouds to be able to detect and bomb where your factories are. So you keep producing and war times it's going to be fought that way there's not going to be a whole lot of like nuking each other that everyone's worried about because that destroys more than what i guess what they i mean someone gets to a point if you have someone that might be like a hot trigger finger they'll press a button sure but i think it's more on this idea of a chess like match that's going on and i feel like we're way lower than what we think we are and i think we have the disguise of being higher up which is only keeping them at bay for so long i mean the fact that some of the biggest russian troll farm websites are like some of the top accounts on facebook and they're largely christian websites that's the scariest thing um to back to movies telling us something um you're talking about lsd and um wanting to poison the people batman begins is what that's about the uh scarecrow he would he was pumping his fear toxin into the water supply there was a dude who wanted to enlighten everybody uh with the lsd like bro we have to share it with everybody but like the lsd scientist dude he was like nah man we shouldn't affect whoever unwillingly or whatever i'm sorry i i I came across something that was really funny i didn't want to pull up in the middle of your thing no no problem um yeah can't pull up real quick yeah so this is a site talk about troll farms for instance troll farms are like russian institutions that are and here the issue with even if you know what these sites are even if you know that they're misinformation sites but they're a site from basically another country that is designed mostly in russia is the whole disinformation thing to make you basically lose faith in the establishment which you've seen a lot of like we talked about on one of our episodes decentralization of america takes a whole generation to be able to do so troll farms reach 140 million americans as a Um, Americans a month on Facebook before 2020 election internal report shows. So in the run-up to the 2020 election, the most highly contested in U.S. history, Facebook most popular pages for Christian and Black American content were being run by Eastern European troll farms. These pages were part of a larger network that collectively near half of all Americans, according to an intellectual 
company report and achieved that reach not only through user choice, but primarily as a result of Facebook's own platform design and engagement hungry algorithm. The report written in October 2019 and obtained by MIT Technology Review from a former Facebook employee not involved in researching it found that after 2016 election, Facebook failed to prioritize the fundamental changes to how its platform promotes and distributes information. So before we even go all the way down this thing, this page that has been known as a Russian troll farm account has over a million seven hundred and ninety-seven thousand seven hundred and sixty people like the page. A hundred or no, a million eight hundred fifty-nine thousand three hundred and ninety-two people follow this page, and it's called "My Baby Daddy Ain't Shit." Now, every single site on here, all these Russian troll farm sites, are all shit that sadly America would be interested in, like. Christian holiness of the spirit.com, all this type of shit that it's basic keywords where you know when you get the phone call like your security, uh, your social security is at risk, and you're like, I don't fucking think so. And you hang up. That's what these fucking things are, and they're all over the fucking thing, and they post like motivational shit that everyone kind of agrees with in a sense. Now, during this thing, much like you talked or me and you both talked about, we talked about. Facebook back checkers. And I also want to bring up the point um, that that lady who was exposing Facebook is no longer around. Like nobody fucking talks about her. She disappeared like a good old Gabby Petito. Like nobody's talking about that stuff either. And we're in the conspiracy territory. So I'm just going to say fuck it and dive my whole head underwater. Uh, not just I've been saying there's Epstein children. <laughs> what did we talk about? And that seemed like we were bullshit about the fact that they hijacked the whole entire fact check narrative. Facebook admits the truth. Fact checks are really just lefty opinion. I watched the interview with Zuckerberg where he talked about this shit, where he said, oh, well, they're mostly just like Facebook finally admitted the truth. The fact checks that social media used to police what Americans read and watch are just opinion. So I'm just saying with it, with, with Facebook admitting that, is it so out of the realm of possibility that maybe Google, maybe Twitter, maybe all these things that everyone says has a certain narrative, or maybe they say that there, there is no, you know, fact checks or obviously fact checks. How come every time I'm on Twitter, I see a trending article about something, the CDC says something or something like that. And they're literally going after a recent controversial podcast. And they're talking about the Joe Rogan experience. It is fucking so crazy how one podcast is literally being targeted by almost every single media corporation. And people say, well, it's because he's wrong. Really? After all the bullshit they've lied about, somehow we've switched the narrative from the fact that it was always fuck big pharma. Big pharma does not care about your interests. And now everyone's lining up to hear what big pharma has to offer. That is so fucking nuts to me where I just stop and go, what is happening? Like, I don't really want to get into like the whole, like I'm a conspiracy theorist, but it's happening in front of you. And I'm not trying to be like, rise up and do all this. I'm not at all. I'm just wondering, like, how far is this going to fucking go where I start getting scared as a content creator, even if I want to crack a joke and say that, like, Jennifer Aniston, even oh, not Jennifer Aniston, um, oh, Sandra Bullock <laughs> rubs child foreskin on her face, which she has admitted in an Ellen interview. And I've played on this show from overseas. 
I start kind of getting into this aspect of like, that's just going to be taken down. Like people, they're going back through everyone's catalog now. And depending on how many views and attention your profile gets, you get flagged for something and a video gets taken down where you start wondering, it's like, as a content producer, I'm scared the fact that I put in work to do something and you're just going to say it doesn't matter and I'm fucking nothing. You're telling me that's not going to create an air of depression where people are going to end up hurting themselves because they lost their fucking work. That's fucking intense intimidating and it's causing people to go to third party sites and that's what's even scarier is the fact that those third party sites have to be the voice of reason in a sense and they don't have the platform to be able to do so because of the fact that google facebook all these things block certain narratives and also are the dominant forces in the ceo corporational market sorry i ran into no, you good bro. um so with the year anniversary of the sixth i'll just say that um i was on one of my uh youtube studio app to uh check views and i seen that one of my videos had been taken down and it was that one the sixth last year but it was my video of me it like minutes after uh it by walking in um uh seeing that it was uh it was taken down it was a year after like checking on it um and i've tried to file an appeal <laughs> didn't work so that's kind of funny um they're like nah we're yep violates Whoop. nope can't have it back and i was like oh i wonder what i said now i'm gonna have to go find the raw file i mean i take that as an assault as people that the fact that they consider us not smart enough to be able to decipher out what a joke is or not the fact that they start considering everything misinformation but so you can get classified as misinformation or disinformation but you can never it never that only comes from the higher ups if you call it on something else they won't check that they have to decipher that for themselves see they choose what to label you you don't get to label yourself you don't even get to say that i was just joking saying that that's not any of this they don't care you already said it. The words have coming out of your mouth, and you know what that means is that you must be silenced forever. It. Um, now we're into my topic I brought to beautiful today. The power of the individual. No, it's basically that, but the the actual quote is why do you think you're so important to be watched or somebody's watching you or uh like what makes you so special? If you're not doing anything wrong, why do you care if they're watching all that shit? Um, drives me crazy. Relative said that to me. I'm like, oh my God. It's literally so, yeah, you'll be able to operate, but I won't because of things I said on the internet. You don't have an internet persona. You don't have, you don't. <laughs> nah, I mean, I, no, I understand it. I, I get it as much as I think Um, I, I'm probably I wouldn't say that I'm being monitored. I don't think there's Cadillacs outside my thing. And I don't think that's what you're saying either. No, I it's, always right it's on your phone. It's right I always there. I always picture my uncle Vinny where they're staring out the fucking window looking for helicopters and shit like I don't picture that. What I picture is more of an aspect of there's a lot of people following the rules and there's a lot of people that just don't have their nose into this because they're more distracted on other things like certain politicians that are somehow the whole narrative is flopped to where they're being talking about being at parties during lockdowns and all these types of things. Um, 
I, I, I think it's just the fact that like there's a lot of people following the rules, kind of like when you see a school of fish, you see the couple outside ones, even though every single fish is grouped together as one, you're seeing all these little fishes outside. And that's not just you, that's everyone out there that chooses to kind of flip their position on things, um, mostly because they're paying attention to a lot of what's going on. And even it's, it's, it's the words again that we're talking about me saying, because you're paying attention to what's going on, that anybody out there listening who doesn't agree or thinks this is all conspiracy talk start feeling like they're invalid of what their opinion or their choice is and this is where i start going it's a whole way of incentivizing anger amongst people and animosity to derive themselves from the real problems which is the fact of just being aware of what's going on whether it's right or not i mean the fact that they did another another congressional thing with fauci talking about gain-of-function research even though the NIH has admitted to it, he still doubles down and everyone talks about like he's being accused and there's all these people that have wrong information. The whole pandemic has been fucked in amount of recovery and amount of efforts. And a state beside me just went back to doing masks again. Like they're going right back because this thing is highly infectious. I had it. I had COVID. I didn't even make a post about it. I didn't fucking talk about it. I didn't care. I lost my sense of smell and I've lost my sense of taste. And it's been about almost three weeks now. I mean, it sucks. Everything tastes like water, but I don't know. I didn't take any medicine and people go, well, if you were at the point of being in the hospital, then you would have asked for all that stuff. And you would have wished you would have got the shot. And I'm like, I don't think I would to be a hundred percent honest with you. If it kills me, it kills me. I hate to say that, but man, I don't even take Tylenol. Like I'm that type of person where I want my body to naturally build up its immunity towards it. And I'm not, this is not information or suggesting of what people should do. But what I'm saying is that's the whole thing is that this whole topic has been very, very fragile and it's walking on eggshells and it's letting these people who have completely misguided you. And the narrative keeps circling back around. It keeps switching back and forth. Shit. They, they, there was a study that came out. I forgot. It was an NPR or whoever posted it talking about cannabis Cannabis was going to help you or I want to pull it up. So uh, I got sick over the new year, but I ain't going nowhere, do nothing. Or I just sat at home, had some soup and some saltines. Um, but the baby got sick, but it makes me think it's not whatever. He had like a stomach, whatever. So I think I got the stomach, whatever. Oh, okay. They flipped the narrative. Uh, what? Um, Winston? Winston working hard? No. So there's <laughs> a bunch of sites that are now talking about it. So about like, I think five, six days ago, um, this article came out about how cannabis can help um, with COVID, um, which was, I, it just sounded like bullshit from the start. Because if you honestly think about the amount of legalization that has occurred, in the past couple of years and it's getting more and more and more in places like our country where it's the most legal besides like Ontario or something, they still have higher numbers. Like it's just weird, mm. but they said it, if you read the title, I'm not going to say it out loud in case YouTube, but oh, yeah, yeah, don't do that. it says maybe, but not by, Oh, okay, now it says maybe, but not by smoking it. So it says a study that suggests components of cannabis can prevent coronavirus infections has sparked quite a buzz on social media. And in case you're wondering, smoking weed won't protect you against the virus, experts say. I mean, I didn't think it would anyway. It's kind of like in the beginning, nobody remembers. They said that smoking cigarettes would help it not. I smoke. remember. What the fuck is I that remember. shit? 
like that's a thing in its own where I'm like, these are these tobacco corporations now where you start wondering. I fell for like, it. But, <laughs> but we talked about it too. Like tobacco, why is it so illegal? It's a plant. You can grow it. They don't want people selling it. I can understand that aspect of things, but these giant corporations that are running it. And it's like, maybe it's not as bad as everyone might've thought. And a lot of sense for a lot of people who react to it. I smoke a cigarette uh, only when I do hard cardio days. I get more alert. I get more of this. I don't know. It's kind of like a choice as a human. They're still putting laws and restrictions on you on what you can and can't do. And we all agree on which ones are best. Is that nicotine gum? No, it's pouch. No. You were yep. pulling it out. I was like, okay. Is he I, to- I, I like him. <laughs> I felt I, felt, I was like, all right, nicotine, whatever. I'm I'm taking my shirt off, sitting out in the sun. I'm doing all. I'm taking vitamin D in the beginning. I'm doing all the. I took showers every day, real hot, just in case. But eventually, I'm just like, ah, who needs to wash your hands? <laughs> um, well, what we leave off on? Oh yeah, we we're talking about uh, rogies. So, um. Why are you so special that they would watch you? Why would you be on any list of dissenters? Or you, what makes you so special? Because we all have the ability and capacity to change the world. Why do you think there's everybody? Oh, you are evil. And I think you should bah, 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 bah. because they think they're changing stuff. Their their power of the individual tells them that they can sway that person, but. There are people who can um, sway sway the masses. Have you seen the? Uh, here's something you can pull up. I don't, it, this will be the right time to find out if it's real. Is uh, the Joe Rogan ratings compared to other outlets? Um, but the power of the individual. I'm I'm 100% sold that like if if you if they can convince me to not participate in discourse. Um, if I'm on, on just watching TV or in, indulging in all my distractions, I'm not changing the world. I'm, I've been, I've been uh, hindered. <laughs> um, uh, Joe Rogan seem- seemingly has millions more listeners than Tucker Carlson, Fox News, and CNN. Now, I know Joe Rogan has like an 11 million audience. CNN only has like 500,000. Um, hmm. Man, me lowballed him. I thought it was even inflated. I thought it'd be higher. <laughs> so here's the um, – it's going to pull up my Twitter in a second. Yeah. Here it is right here. Share screen. Like you said, the uh, the uh, that that Russian farm thing. Average uh, viewers per show in the millions. Eleven is Joe Rogan. Tucker Carlson is three point twenty four. The five is two point eight. Hannity is two point ninety four. Uh, Fox News two point thirty seven. Two fifteen. Two twenty is the Rachel Maddow show. The Ingram Angle. Um, I seen this. I was wondering if it was real. CNN primetime average audience is not even a million. I think, I mean, I, I sadly, I just don't think it worked in their narrative. I think for so long, are you pouring screwball this fucking early? This is, this is, this is time late. travel. This is time travel. This is, yeah, 4, yeah, yeah. this is 7 p.m. when we're recording this. But no, um, this is the second I'm round. I'm a square. I'm a square. 
But what I'm uh, saying is like, if you look at the grand aspect that CNN is not even averaging a million views, I think their whole thing was squashing out this Joe Rogan thing saying it's all bullshit and it's all this. And he has been corrected by some of his guests and he does agree with it and he does admit his faults. The only reason I have compassion for him is because he does the same thing that I do or that I do the same thing he, he tries to do, not spread misinformation, but an aspect of just talking to a bunch of people and getting a lot of people's thoughts, which takes a lot of time because a lot of people aren't more than willing to sit down and put their own opinions aside just to have a conversation with someone who might not necessarily agree. And that's the thing is that he's open to talk to Fauci. He's open to talk to all these people, but none of them want to go on a show because they're afraid they're going to end up making him look bad, which you saw with Sanjay Gupta. Now that whole thing blew up in their face because CNN spent the whole next couple of days going through that whole entire interview, correcting and doing everything they possibly can to do damage recovery, but it didn't work. Now, with him, for instance, they tried to blow him up all over Twitter. They Every single time he puts up a podcast, they do all this type of stuff. They pull things out of context, and they do all this. But it's working in his favor because people are like, I can't believe this shit. And then they click on it, and they listen to it, and they go, huh. well, this was nothing like it was right, like, right. supposed to be. Yeah. No, the joke was kind of funny. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think uh, I think we all have the ability. We, we're all Joe Rogan. And I have my... Uh, skepticisms anyway um i don't trust i don't trust nobody wholeheartedly i'm like all right he's doing some cool things and some people are hearing these topics that wouldn't hear him otherwise so that's cool 200 million gets you say something that you probably don't mean bye um go back to your topic we went off track again that was it, basically. It's basically um, any of us participating um, influences the the scale. Say. Well, what's your what's your basic, I guess, understanding when it comes to someone telling you that? Why do you think they're watching you? Uh, you kind of explained it in like bits and pieces, but in your mind, what's your first thought? Your first thought is you want to say, fuck you, right? Your first thought is like, you don't understand. Your first thought is you're not understanding the whole process of all this. It's not just, you're, you're, you're misinterpreting what I'm saying. That's kind of your first thought. It's kind of like when someone goes like, all right, well, you know, you could eat fast food every day and live a happy and healthy life. People are like, what the fuck? Because it probably can happen, but there's not a lot of people doing it that live a happy and healthy life. There's a lot of people that go right down the shitter with their life and they develop severe health issues that have been shown to you. Now, this gets into a weird thing because like I said, I think it's about the words. And I think the craziest thing is, is not just, we can sit here and point fingers at Russian troll farms. We can put, put, put fingers on like Confucius Institutes for brainwashing generations. Sure. But it's also like American people too. They're more than willing to pick up a pitchfork and stab their neighbor rather than help them out in a lot of sense when it comes to social media. In person, it's a whole completely different interaction. I think a lot of people just don't – with that emotional disconnect makes it even worse. And the saddest part is that the if you look up probably the average hours or average amount of time that people spend inside of their homes, it increases every single day. And how is that happening? Because the pandemic lockdowns more and more and more. It makes it more difficult, and all you're seeing is just, just a massive amount of people fighting with each other instead of looking at the big core issues of a lot of things. That's why, like QAnon, for instance, it's not a bad idea. It was just done wrong. 
Like it was, it wasn't right in a lot of census stuff, but nobody remembers before when, before that whole entire movement even started, there was people online making videos where they were called like the children's protector that were going to pedophiles house or setting up fake date things and fighting them, beating the shit out going on. And it was, there was a guy I tried to get on my show back when I was on like episode 200, who was walking around in a SWAT vest and fucking going to these pedophiles house and exposing them and doing all this shit. It was the TikToks were getting millions of views and he was doing interviews on radio shows and stuff, not podcasts, radio shows, old school radio broadcasting. I think you got to look at the fact that like, they're not willing or they're not going to try and like, they don't ban these Russian troll farms. They don't ban these fake bot pages because they can't tell if it's a real person or a bot account. And why would they do so? Why would they want to care? Because they're doing the same thing that they're doing as well too. They're doing it to you though. That's the thing is that all these other countries that live in horrible conditions or they might seem like they're under a dictatorship or something like that, they're doing it to their own people. And same thing's happening here, but we have this idea that like, oh, the people have a voice. The people do have a voice, but do they use it in the best of ways? No, they don't. They shout at each other on fucking Twitter. They shout at each other on Instagram. They shout at each other on Facebook. You'll remove someone just because of their political views because they don't side with you. That wasn't normal 10 years ago on Facebook. Facebook used to be Farmville invites. Now it's fucking death threats. Look at the look at the power of that one dude behind the keyboard at the Russian troll farm with that one account and got 1.9 million. That's the power of the individual. And that's also somebody harnessing the power of the individual. That if there's a farm, there's 30 to 70 individuals. That one dude's like, hey, man, run these accounts. And that dude is harnessing the power of 70 people. And that that one, one of those is harnessing the power of a million people. Like, that's power. So... Well, I mean, the I guess the ease of access for any small person, one person to literally build up an army of followers. And somehow that's the objective goal in the sense of social media. Each one of them is powerful enough to change the world. And I'm just 1.9 million, the surge. Um, Well, influencer is a fucking job. That's what's really fucking nuts is that they incentivized it for you to just to post pictures of your ass on Instagram or post pictures of motivational quotes and stuff. As long as it keeps them away from the goals of looking through the fucking internet and finding that vast, vast amount of dirty articles about the government's pedophilia ring that fucking goes on that nobody fucking talks about. Some people talk about it. They just get silenced. That's all. It's not their yeah. fault. <laughs> they go missing. Yeah, uh, bro. When I started this, when I, man, I need to like catalog my my journey, my journey. Um, because I did you put in your podcast episodes on my show on your resume. Yeah, I do. Well, if if, if anybody googles me, it's the first thing that's gonna pop up, and then they're gonna be like, "Oh, I can't hire this the guy." One fucking episode I had of yours that got taken down. Um, I put it back up though. You saw that? I yeah. peeled it twice. I, I couldn't put mine back up. <laughs> but i'm working on i'm working on trying to be entrepreneur have my own business because i ain't trying to get mandated by nobody i'll work it it's not a bad idea depending on what it is <laughs> oh bro it's gonna be easy i'll send you the links but we about to ooh, franchise <laughs> um 
All right, we'll talk after. Um, dang, I got distracted by my. Oh yeah, I, I ain't man. I need to be independent, free from the system. I need to be able to maneuver. I can't. Can, can I have a raise? <laughs> can't can't even. Um. Yeah, I got distracted by my endeavors. Um. Oh yeah, kind of along my journey. When I started this stuff, I was uh. It's Alex Jones's fault. Sanjit, no. Sundar Pichai. Um, when Alex went to the Capitol to talk about, they were talking about him and banning him in like some Congress or something. And they wouldn't let him come around. They wouldn't let him in. He was standing in the hallway. He's like, it's about me and I can't go in. What is going on? You, you're the Facebook guy. You're uh, you're a little possum. Look at you, you little possum. And bam, taken down. All at once, all the all the social medias and uh, and uh, well, the social media court cases between TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and all these CEOs that run these things was all for fucking show. Like you watch how like they all immediately caved in after a week of these court cases. And we're just like, yeah, they're all opinion things, left opinions. And then now the whole narrative on Twitter has changed. There's people that are just tweeting things like this is dumb and they get their tweet reported or something happens where Twitter flags it and goes, sorry, you can't say this because it might be this or bullying or this type of thing. It was just an open door for to let them do this. Like the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. That was the biggest fucking show to me. Like, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying it was rigged or anything like that. I'm just saying oh, yeah. it, just, it was the fact that you couldn't see in it when it was something of a mass issue like that, all because federal charges on this type of thing. It, if that was like the George Floyd thing or the Chauvin trial, you bet 100 percent people would be fighting at the doorstep to make sure that thing was going to be open to the public. And then at the same time, an well, the same time to prove that it was because it was a federal thing. They had the juicy trial go on, which was also federal. And he started going in like you could have picked any time to release these two throughout the whole entire year, but you chose right at the same exact time. After Rittenhouse, which was bigger distraction. That's probably that spotlight laser. That was probably some of that too. Um, I have the easiest answer in the world for how to uh Gislaine uh trials went. Easiest. Well, I'm on it's, the edge of my fucking seat. It's it's <laughs> it's so funny to me that nobody nobody I've never seen this take before ever. You don't think she exists? Oh, I don't. Um, I've never seen a picture. Have you? I I I've seen multiple dare anybody. Pictures. No, 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 no. Of the last within two years, I need a picture within two years of her fucking walking somewhere next to somebody fucking. I saw I'll need, I'll need a 10 year archive. Of I saw the picture of her outside the courthouse, but I don't I pull I don't, it up. No, I'm kidding. Um, I can, but I'm afraid um, you're going to circle on like it's Photoshop. And I'm like, I don't want to believe that technology has gotten to the it could be. It could be yet. a clone robot. Remember? Oh, God. <laughs> so easiest answer to how to get lane child went. They got blackmail on everybody. You thought it, what? What do you think was going to happen? The judge, he probably been to the island. Fucking, it, maybe the dude a step above him. 
They better oh, be takes- investigating these fucking islands, dude. I'm serious. That's like my main thing. That's the business we need to start is fucking searching. Oh, island these- checkers. Oh my God. <laughs> the fact that you have so many, how many un- undisclosed private islands are there that they just don't have account for? And it's like, how many people do you think? Like- Shotgun blast. Just fly onto a wall. And there's like there's a thousand islands within walking distance of each other. And it's not like people aren't just like worried about that type of stuff. I mean, Logan Paul spent three point something. He spent enough to buy a small little private island on Pokemon cards that were fake. Like any of these influencers or social media, oh, yeah, or okay. even how the fact that fucking rap stars have somehow become the the voice of the fucking, I don't know, the narratives now. Not even the fact that like they're they're like political narrative, just the narrative of the fucking world. They're in the eyes of fucking everything. Just pluck them up, put them in front, write a shit. Do it to hey, me. Go, go I'd love this. to be famous. <laughs> I would release so much shit. Um, what what you rapping? <laughs> no, I can rap though. It's not that hard. It's hard. I don't. I give me a phrase. I'll rap it. Give me a, any word. I'll fucking rap with it. Uh, mutant. Damn, you pick a fucking hard word too. Uh, um, that was one of the easier ones. I was, I was gonna go Epstein children. <laughs> I said, my rhyme's so sick that they call me a mutant. My power's unchallenged like I'm fucking Rasputin. I don't know. Fucking. There you go. No, that, was, that was right. That worked. I wouldn't have been able to rhyme the next I got line. up fucking 17 hours. Give me a break. Bruh. Rasputin, bruh. Why'd you bring up Rasputin? He's got a 12-inch dick nobody talks about. From hell. <laughs> and they got it permickled and from was it they got it pickled in formaldehyde in a fucking jar in their country that'd be that's kind of it's kind of a brag yeah i mean if you got a 12 inch you might as well the country's got a 12 inch yeah. um well how many how many countries can say that but uh <laughs> oh i wanted to uh say something about uh you kept saying words are uh confusing and it's hard to convey exactly what we mean to each other. My thousands of miles away from each other at that. Um, but Elon would have it to where I could just, you and I just sit here and we're just dead air. And, but we're perfectly conveying our thoughts to each other. And then I'm, uh, I'm sure there's a third party. There has to be. There's a guy at it. There's a guy with, a, with, with, a, with the Cerebro on. Well, I don't, I don't have a big following on Twitter, but what I've been doing is I've been trying to like, I've been posting like really positive stuff, mostly just because it's just like, you know, a lot of negative on social media as well too. But I'd be like, I don't, if you're reading this, I don't hope you have a good day. I hope you have a great day. Something like corny like that gets a do lot. That of, and then hashtag the, the highest trend. I'm about to say, I just get, do that, get a lot of likes because people like seeing the motivational stuff. They like that hang in their kitty poster. They like that puppy dog meme type thing that says like, oh, I got peanut butter on my nose. They love that type of shit. But then you start posting like some serious stuff or what's seriously on your mind. Are you posting like that? I've watched my follower count go down off of posting like here's a shirt link. People are like, nope, and just pull it out of the thing. I don't know what people want to agree with. People flip back and forth all over the fucking place. But 
if you don't fit one audience, then you don't fit another. And sadly, my audience, maybe not for my show, but maybe with my following count, it's mostly because I'm following things that I'm interested in. And technically, some of those people will follow and they'll be like, oh, well, he just, I don't want to, I don't like this. I don't like that. I, I can't, I, I can't just let everyone fit my narrative. I like to be all over the board on everything. And that goes back to like why Joe Rogan has all these different guests and stuff like that. But I think it's really fucking strange how like not only the ease of access for one person to be able to just say their thoughts and stuff like that, too, but the amount of hardcore policing that rolls with it. It's really like a, an IQ test, like how you used to take them online or you take a Harry Potter quiz. Which house do you fall in? People like that shit, but they do it online. And I feel like it's doing more of a bad than good because you're just really kind of making anybody's opinions or anybody's works devalued, which makes it more difficult for someone like you who has a show that talks about these types of things where you have to do like, you like doing the movie stuff, but you can't be as free as you want to be because everyone's self-policing now. And that even makes it even harder to understand what's true. And it's not, maybe it's not you, but there's other people out there that are self Nobody, nobody watches me. So I don't have to. We uh, self police. We've done it like thirty times on this show already. Self police. True. We can't uh, say this. Can't say that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I have to say Legion of Doom and shit. It, that's fun for me. Talking in code is a lot of fun. Like if I can get a zinger, or like, I really try to be funny. Is like the main goal. Well, what we do here, I'm, I'm never really comedy. So I mean, yeah. you should be. Oh, good. Um. I remember what we were talking about when we lost momentum. Um, but uh, yeah, back when Jones, see, I'm policing. I got to. <laughs> uh, when he got deplatformed, I was, I'm already cons- conspiracy theorist. I always have been. Uh, I was a conspiracy theorist before I was introduced to Alex Jones. Somebody was like, hey, you, you ever hear of Alex Jones? Because you probably like him. I don't like that word, conspiracy theorist. Uh, a uh, uh, spoiler alertist. <laughs> That's a good one, but that also and uh, it doesn't roll off as good. It well, it implies that you're fucking right. That's the thing. It's like people <laughs> hear that and they go, "Oh, he's applying that he's fucking right on these things." It's like that's not what it is. Uh, I need to write it down so then I can just show him that I was right. Write the date next to it in pen. Um, but I held a, I held a sign. I I picketed. I went to Trump rallies. Um, a Trump rally miles away um was it fun yeah okay. uh my my brother-in-law is assertive and clumsy i know i wonder how many people forgave trump all because he said that the vaccines do work and just i wanted a to lot know of people, how, a lot of people fucking flipped i wanted to know how many people were like god damn it now we got to start projecting this because we don't want to be trumpers it's like oh my oh. god you get to watch the hatred for one oh, the, person. the other side i was thinking about uh his side they were like Boo! no the other side being like maybe he isn't a bad guy uh so i like trump i got a mug right there but um i ain't i ain't trust the juice never couldn't wouldn't fucking but you like trump and then i told a dude at work hey man i ain't taking trump's juice he's like what it's not <laughs> dude flipped out <laughs> so nah i like i like the time i like uh free speech and fucking uh free the children's and shit um intergalactic vampirism oh yeah 
Um, so when he got, I'm a free speech absolutist. Say whatever you want. Don't cause violence. Blah blah blah. Uh, say whatever. And bruh, if you say the worst thing ever, and then you'd be like, "Oh man, I was joking." I'm like, "Damn it, I gotta." I saw that. I guess it was a joke. I ain't like it, but whatever. So I started like picking in, holding Alex Jones. I got bumper stickers, and uh, eventually I got followed one time. I was wor- starting this. I was worried about the van that would pull up. Uh, fucking. I got the self. You seen the you seen the shout out being French. I got that. Um, fucking. Do you worry blah, blah. about like getting attacked by someone? I don't think you're going to get attacked by the government, but I think you'd be attacked by like just people because it's so hard to know. Like this idea, like there's a lot of people like the Antifa type people that are beating people with frying pans. Like I see that happen in a I lot would of places wear now. The most Trump shit out in public trying to fucking be like, hey, get that moment. Fucking. I don't want you viral. getting stabbed, bro. Don't do that. No, nah, uh, bro. Nobody will fuck with me. You're in Georgia. That is true. Um, Try that shit that. in like fucking Seattle. You'll get fucking hung from a fucking back of a truck. Uh, I'm sorry, a Ford they, Focus. That's what they fucking have. They could try. All right. Somebody's standing in line. I ain't going alone. That's what really scares me is the fact that it's gotten to a point where not only people are beating other people with fucking frying pans, but a point where if you're just wearing something in an area where people just don't agree with that, or maybe it's a completely different thing, they will physically walk up to you with their phone recording, take whatever McDonald's sweet tea cup that they have filled with ice or whatever the hell is in it. Even if you're under 15, they'll still dump it on your fucking head. And they'll see is that that was the right thing to fucking do. That's what really scares me. Like, I don't give a shit who you are. I don't give a shit what you long as you leave me the fuck alone. I don't care. But there's like so many things now where it's like even wearing red in a place you shouldn't be wearing red or even wearing blue in a place you shouldn't be wearing blue. Someone has to give a smirk fucking remark. Someone has to do something. And it's like, man, if you're another extraterrestrial or something looking down at this planet you're like there's no fucking hope what the fuck are we talking about they're fucking arguing over the dumbest shit of like which fucking is the dress black and blue or is it fucking white and gold um yanny laurel something like that um but no i got followed one time for fucking holding a sign and shit and i had to shake a tail it was a charger with tinted windows. I'm like, bro, this is it. I've been right this whole time. Um, but I believe in self-defense. <laughs> and you ever watch Criminal Minds? Yeah. Bro, that movie, that movie, that show f- fucked me up to where I ain't. Whoo, arms reach, bro, every second of the day. Because it could just be some fucking... F- weirdo lost his mind could up oh, found the house with the light on at night <laughs> yeah that was a fear with a lot of people when you're driving your car at night if you see a car with their headlights off and if you flick to tell them that their headlights off you tell shot. my wife don't do it it's a it's a conspiracy it's like the candy poison candy one percent happened like yeah it's only happened like one time recorded um but i mean i've been in places like if i when i go to my, another state like the state beside me where they require masks and stuff like that to do like because that's a 24-hour gym i'll go there on the weekends to fucking work out 
I have my bag beside me and I don't really let it leave out of my sight because I mean, people just let anybody in there. And when you're going to the gym at like midnight or one o'clock in the morning, it's not like the most, I don't know what you would call correct group of people. Like it's a lot of like very sketchy people who seem like they just like they, they linger around you, and I don't really like that aspect of things. So I mean, it's okay to be more hyper aware of things as well too. But it's the reason is that are you acting in self defense? Or are you acting of action? See, that's the thing when it gets into like you see crazy videos, people call Karens. That's everybody eventually. I mean, I think that's what probably scares and people laugh at a lot of the times too, is people look either look at it, how ridiculous that is, or people look at it like how scary that is that society's got like that. Either way, you're not really getting the best kind of effect from it. I don't, I'm sorry, I don't mean to keep like talking a whole lot here. I just, it's got me thinking a lot more like I mean even going to a grocery store now I go so early in the morning and I don't like going in the middle of the day because I don't want to have to deal with fucking people because either people don't have their fucking brains on like if I'm in a parking lot and I park in a spot why are you going to park right in front of me to where I can't just pull right out I have to back out and do all that or why do you got to pull right beside me in an open parking lot you're not any closer to the door than if you parked in another spot behind me or something like that you have to pull up right in front of me but it's like is it like being in the group more cars together means nobody's going to fuck with you. I don't think that's how it works. And it's just, you get into this weird kind of understanding of how like people are just walking around on autopilot most of the time. And they see certain things that Manchurian candidate them into aggression or Manchurian candidate them to immediately start recording or being afraid. Like that's the craziest thing to me was if I walked up into the middle of the street with a camcorder and I was like, Hey, I was like, you want to get a picture with me? They're like, are you famous? And they'll pull their fucking phone out immediately. Like, I'm going to capture a snapshot, even though I don't know who this fucking person is. Famous people do it all the time. And it's like, you don't even know who this person is. Oh, you were in the Avengers? Holy shit, Chris Evans. I didn't know. You must be famous. Let me take a picture with you. It's like, what? What are we talking about here? That is definitely some type of brain control mind washing. Whenever I go out, I'm hyper aware, like to... To the point of paranoia. Um, and I just own it. Whatever. Um, I, I'll never fuck with anybody on the road. Um, I wish I did have the instinct to pull the phone out and record when somebody's messing with me for my bumper stickers. Um, but I know that that would escalate immediately. Um, and I don't have i'm not gonna play around with somebody at all um when i I go to a restaurant i'm in the the corner most away from the door watching um i i have a dark void of a childhood um that probably gives me tendencies that i'm not aware of so i uh Act in a way that uh, there's always something around the corner. I, I mean, I, I do the same thing. I think that's just being aware of your surroundings. It's kind of like 
growing up in like a drug riddled neighborhood or something like that. Like you understand uh, making sure this car has never been on my street. I don't know why it's here. Why has it been parked here for two fucking days? It's just being yes. aware of shit. Like that happens a lot. There's a lot of things where I start taking notice of account. I'm like, isn't it weird? Like that car's just been parked there for the longest time. People are like, what are you talking about? I'm like, cause you're not paying attention to your fucking surroundings. And that's how shit can go down sometimes. It's not really a sense of paranoia and maybe paranoia to a sense is not really a bad thing. It gets paranoid when you think that the fucking cops are tapping into your phones and you're doing all this type of shit all because you work at a fucking Target and you have a blog. Like that's that's a little bit of paranoia where it can get down some like schizophrenia rabbit rabbit hole territory. But I think it's just being cautious. Like for me, for instance, like I, anything that I say on this show or anything I've said on any other shows, I've stayed consistent with the same mindset of thinking of I'm just here trying to be open minded and have a understanding or like anything that I say, any of this government stuff that we talk about. I'm not telling you this is how it is or this is this, but what I'm saying is, and the way you have to take it in is, just think. I'm not saying I'm right and you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong and I'm right. I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying is just think things through a little bit. Anything before you make a decision, do you just get a tattoo because you want to get a tattoo? Some people do, and they end up regretting it maybe later down the road or get it removed or something like that. But wait a couple months on it. Think a little bit thoroughly on it. Try and find every single possible angle out there, see whatever narrative could be out there. And even if you can't find that narrative, always know in the back of your mind that could be a possibility that that could be a thing. I got one tattoo um, when I was real young. Uh, a butterfly? No, it's Grim. Grim Reaper? Yeah. But Grim. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you like how I got that that quick? I was like, wait a yeah. minute. I only know one Grim. Yeah. Um, it's not finished. Because it turned out tattoos are expensive. Yeah. I just, ha I just have the outline. I was like, a hundred bucks. Um, I don't, I don't regret it, but. I get what you're saying. Um, oh, I got something. I got something. All right. So about the vehicle that's parked, and you're like, what is that? We had we had a we had a Gabby Petito Brian Laundry across the street, bro. That week, it was the wildest thing. What do you um, mean you had a Gabby Petito Brian Lauder thing? You know about that, right? What about the, the van life? Yeah, I, I know that, but are you saying that you had a psycho killer living right beside you? Seems that way. Okay. Well, I thought you meant um, like by, he by was the like, end of the story, <laughs> something in your state towns in the local newspaper, like dude found fucking murdering people in his back of his van or something like that. Oh, hey, or just a sketch. Uncon unconfirmed. Biggest biggest transport van. Um, the neighbor across the street, she was like, uh, they old and a little racist. I was surprised to run into that. And IRL. Um, it's like subtle old racism. It's like, please not... say in real life that IRL thing freaks me out. <laughs> uh, the Oculus is so we don't participate, like I was saying. Um, but so college girl uh, met a boy, and then uh, they. Uh, wanted to do online classes, learn how to code. So they're living in this van across the street with a uh, extension cord going to the van. But I don't know there's a, a black van, tinted windows. Oh, it's, it's for me. 
I knew it here. I was right this whole time. Um, but we talked to the neighbor and she's like, yeah, so some boy van life, uh, we ain't letting him in the house. And apparently he was holding on to the girl's phone and like keeping her trapped in the van. What? And, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, she, he thought that grandma was, or mom was, uh, poisoning him with the food. And he apparently he, he might be fucking conspiracy, wild, crazy schizophrenic point where he's taking pictures of people's uh license plates everywhere he goes to see if they match up and see if he's being followed see i'm, I'm not at that point <laughs> was he a weed smoker i couldn't couldn't tell you about saying no, never talked to him i always suffered like these uh psychedelic experiences type things from like weed and people are like there's no how are you experiencing that off pot i realized that there's a large and i've actually been trying to get a guest to talk about this um there's a large amount of like drug induced psychosis that happens with weed that nobody really talks about and they call it just getting too high and overreacting man it's very common in some people um they they were saying stuff about like it's common like people with bipolar it's common in people with high anxiety it's common with people with adhd i'm like that's the one i fucking know i have thank god because if i would have found out i had bipolar through a fucking article on the internet i would have been pissed um but i'm starting to realize like with the amount of weed legalization maybe that's inducing a lot of like there's that rare population or that rare percentage of the population that just can't handle it and starts having psychotic bends and freakouts to them or you might start seeing a lot of these things pop up as well too i mean if i was going to ask you the question are you going to homeschool your kid the dream okay that's what I'm afraid of is because I think they've played too many narratives of like school shooters and all this type of stuff. No, 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 no. no? I am. Well, how many people want to, I've known like all these little kids. That's that, not like, what I'm worried about. Well, kids, my nephew's age were like three and younger. Every single one of their parents are all talking about homeschooling their kids. And I'm like, what about online learning? I just don't think the schools are teaching the things that I want my kids to know. I'm like, what do you want your kids to know that the school isn't going to teach them? And they start listing off specific stuff. And you start realizing that a lot of these things in these educational institutions aren't teaching the same thing when I was in school. They weren't teaching those types of things. They're teaching other classes. And I mean, this is the whole thing with critical race theory as well, too. A lot of people don't want that to happen. All you're doing is if you're going to homeschool your kids and teach them that way, that's another for the government is that you're going to be teaching them some other shit they don't want you to know they would rather it be planned and focused which i have two thoughts maybe they want to stop that or they want to support that so they can tear up all these educational institutions of in-person learning so it keeps a dumber percentage of the population because how much of the population right now do you give credit to be able to decipher out their own information be able to make their own choices in a way that's going to benefit benefit society rather than just turn into the scenario of wally um i seen this 11 year old indian kid genius i'm like i'm sold <laughs> homeschooling uh the new math common core where you uh they'll give you like uh the answer 74 but with common core the answer is actually 70 and you didn't get there and i think it's to discourage the process of learning like we think we're supposed to learn through school and then you're done and then they make it so unenjoyable that it's a deterrent to continue it's all to not have you participate well why would you want to learn when you can just be a youtube streamer or twitch person 
I don't have an answer for that. How the fuck can <laughs> someone play Minecraft and get billions of views on that? You know, shit? there is a lot of stuff to learn about being an influencer. Like you, you crushing, bro. You're doing all I'm not, the I'm things. Not. Don't you don't compare me to an influencer. I'm not. Now check this out. What I'm saying is uh you learned how to record, you learned how to edit, you learned how to set up lighting, you learned how to uh use these websites. There's a bit of uh work that goes into it. So changing focus. I mean, the work, I, there's definitely a lot of work there. And I bet there's a lot of work in being a Twitch or a YouTube streamer or any of these content creators out there. It's just really weird how like the idea of what's more valuable like there's people that like consider like you need to be working 40 hours a fucking week to be a successful person and it's like but imagine if your success is displaced somewhere else you know what i mean like it starts to see the value of that compared to like the value of just going to a physical nine to five like that's still objective idea with a lot of older generations is the nine to five is the way to go and that's why they hate the younger generation is because they didn't have this opportunity to go online and do all these types of things it just it makes a bigger like for instance why the nsa is talking about the cia concealing a lot of ufo documents and the fact that they're lying to you about the exposure of these documents it's kind of like we talked about where this corporation is pointing at this corporation is pointing at this corporation why is moderna and pfizer pointing at johnson and johnson and tweeting at them like they're a piece of shit why are the older generations pointing at the younger generations while the younger generations are pointing at the older generational and there's this generational guilt and blaming that's been building up and building up and building up and building up where it's like is this going to be the same repetitive process over and over again are you going to start to realize that there's a system in place but it's not evolving with the technology that's evolving out there as well too which is rapidly increasing which like these algorithms we talk about for instance they're going to start running more than what they already run right now i mean they've translated into art where i gave up painting because these artworks are better than anything i can create in months of work in a matter of five minutes not even five minutes these things created in 10 seconds but I mean, it makes it easier for content creators. Sure, makes more content to be out there. But also, these algorithms, for instance, to they get to the point where they just start selectively choosing of what they wish to displace and what they wish to choose to show. I mean, has everybody noticed that every single site you log into now asks if they can track your cookies and data and all that type of shit? I don't know what that means, but I always say no. Yeah, everyone says no. Why the fuck would you say yes? What person what is means. like, I'm gonna let them fucker trick my shit? Nobody's doing that. But it makes it so weird where it's like before we all lost our shit on the social dilemma, or most people lost their shit who didn't already know already. I would pause it and be like, bro, they're saying this to the wife. And then I'd press play and then I was like, I was right. <laughs> She's like, You're no Shradamas. You're predicting the future. I'm, I'm like, man, just cut this off. I don't even need to see this. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of us that that knew about it and there's the people that didn't know about it it was a big wake-up call but what did that last a couple of days i mean any single trend now the longest one i've seen is that gabby petito one but all the other trends i mean now it's just been all about COVID talk and when they can't get COVID talk to rock they'll rock the race narrative and they can't get the race narrative to rock they'll do something where it talks about some giant thing like that's why i talk about the zuckerberg thing it's all been like a show i don't see them talking shit on any of those people right now I see them talking shit on the CEO of Spotify because they don't want Joe Rogan out there. YouTube is taking them down off everything, but not Spotify. And the guy doesn't even want to have a part with it. You know why? Because he's fucking Swedish. He doesn't give a fuck. He's well, like, I don't give a shit. I don't live in your country. Fuck your rules. That's a nice roll of the dice. That's just happen. That's just happenstance. 
So are we going to have more overseas people controlling most of our narratives? Is that how it should be? All our corporations should be controlled by people who are in other countries. I mean, who's to say how many aren't doing it already? I don't know. It's upon the individual. I mean, people consider Bezos a bad guy. I don't think he's a bad guy at all. I think he's a guy that just retired in his late thirties and is fucking having fun with his money. Like any person who's having like maybe a midlife crisis or trying to enjoy life would I actually want to talk to him. I reached out to him because I want to fucking just understand his process of did he have doubts? Is it get hard with this type of shit? People want to focus on the Amazon warehouse thing that went away as well too. You know what I mean? I am torn about my feelings about the billionaires and the um the amount of money that he makes coming in uh could be dispersed more adequately but not like by taking it from him or taxing him but by the individual jeff bezos being like my workers make 30 dollars an hour you could probably push you could probably swing that and still be a billionaire. I mean, he has $200 billion, so. Yeah. Um, but, like. How many islands does he have? How many homes? Islands. I, I don't know if he owns an island. I just think he's he more got a, he falling got, with his money. Penis spaceship like uh, Dr. Evil. I mean, Bill Gates rents his yacht out to one of those Saudi royals for, like, I think it's like $60 million or something like that like for like a week or something like that. Like it doesn't make sense on like you just buy a yacht for that much, but they don't care. It's all about spending money. Like everyone looks to these billionaires. Money's not real. Well, here's the thing is that social media has given you an easy way to contact some of these famous people and all these things. And then it's very, very hard for them to accept because the narrative is whenever someone asks you for something or whenever someone wants something from you, typically it's usually money. And a lot of people just don't want to give handouts to people. Like there's that dude in the mall who called out little Uzi Vert, whatever his name was, and said, hey, man, Uzi, pay for my college. He's like, how much is your college? And the guy rattles off like 100,000 something dollars. And he goes, are you actually going to finish? And the guy's like, yeah, man, I'll finish if you give me money. Gave him fucking money to go to college. People are like, oh, that's an awesome thing he did. That makes it more ideal to go reach out to Bezos or Elon or do that. Hell, I'll ask Bezos. He doesn't even have to do my show. Just give me like a million dollars, bro. That's it. Have faith in me. That's all I'm asking. But then I would be rude to him. Does that not hurt? Imagine if every single person that you hang out with just wants money from you. That's what happens. Watch Justin Bieber. Did you see how he used to piss in a mop bucket and saw how all of his fucking friends made fun of him were making videos of him and putting it up online? He realized those weren't his fucking friends. Now the kid seems pretty leveled out. Like he had a really rough go. And then now it's like he's leveled out with like the fame. He understands how it works now. Probably spends most of his time by himself. Then you got Jonah Hill who got jacked. And I haven't seen that. Okay. I got to pull this up. Uh, Jonah Hill's a weird thing. He didn't, he was hung up about everybody talking about how fat he was, but everybody was talking about how fat he was. When I don't know, you didn't really, I think there's a better way to handle that for him. He said like, something about like about his body or something like that. Like, you know how Pat Oswalt wrote a letter apologizing for hanging out with Dave Chappelle? I uh, interacted with that in real time and I was. Proven wrong. Yeah. Uh, one of these, one of these. Uh, Just a heads up, Jonah Hill looks like um, 
I mean, just like a Cali, like, I don't know. I can't even explain. I've seen his short, short hair face. So his tweet that he put up after posting a body picture said, I know you mean well, but I kindly ask that you not comment on my body. And then he puts a heart and he says, good or bad. Look at my body. Don't talk about it. Well, he says, good or bad. I want to be politely let you know it's no helpful and doesn't feel good. Much respect. I hate him. (laughs) I hate him. I wanted to give if he had just chatted up and gotten silently jacked, alpha as fuck, bro. Like, hey, check me out. If you just been like, check me out and say whatever. See, free speech absolutist. Say whatever. Well, it's like one of the trending things on Twitter recently <laughs> was some person obsessed with their looks or something like that. Did you see that? No. Nah. It's been trending for like, I think, four days now. I'm trying to find a really good picture of Jonah Hill. Um. What are we talking about before John Hill? Bezos. Oh. Um, and he's I'm got, mad. I'm, I'm mad at him. I'm trying to put the picture. I'm um, mad at how art imitates life. Uh, and he made the penis shaped uh, spaceship from Austin Powers. See what I'm seeing? That's not jacked. No, he's, I mean, let's see if I can go over I was, here. I was like, what, Jack? Was that him down there? She that's Jack. Now go back, go back. Not even Jack, just I mean fit compared to what he used to be. I mean, look at him. Look at go back. Look at this out. Uh blue shirt. Uh look kind of jacked. Looks pretty jacked. I mean, compared to what he used to look like, yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Just be silently jacked. Just can you not talk about it? Look at I mean, I'm ripped. Putting but yourself I wear, out there I, I in front even of say, everybody. I wouldn't even say ripped, but I have a six pack, but I always wear giant hoodies so you can't tell. You know what? I'm going to hit you up for some workout stuff. I got a wedding coming Did you up. not see me doing cardio for five fucking hours this I morning? don't like cardio. I like fucking You can lift weights, too. Squats. I don't like doing deadlifts. You can get a body without doing deadlifts. Everybody well, I have back problems, and it does good to fix them. Not medical advice. That's like <laughs> that complete opposite of what it should be doing. Deadlifts fucking hurts your back, puts stress nah, on Never. Um, no, nah, I have crazy sciat. Oh, here's a funny story. Um, we would go to uh, children's birthday parties, and when it would go dark, we would use the bounce house and whatever, fucking get drunk. Hold on. Party. This is this is the lady, Christina Ricky, tried and failed to fit Hollywood's mold. Lucky us. That's what it says. And then there's a, another one below that. Um, and also there's this whole thing of Ali Coleyville synagogue hostages safe. I don't know what that's about. Wow. Tr- Twitter is trending. Blacks for Trump. What? Why is there a tweet that says it in that type of way? Um, meta being uh, self-aware. Yeah, but I thought. Like that, I don't know. The term always changes around. It's like I, so. I don't get it. The people on that team don't care about blacks. Don't like saying the word blacks or whatever. Being called black people or they're not as sensitive as the other side. Being like, oh, you said what did you say? <laughs> um. Oh yeah, funny story. So. We were uh, putting away to bounce house. And it was like half deflated. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's like the Washington Post and the Associated Press say breaking 
news. The FBI says the Texas synagogue hostage takers demands were specifically focused on issue not connected to the Jewish community. <laughs> I just I, I, I saw just picture a bunch of tweets of QAnon people out there like it's all it's it's these they're controlling the government they're controlling the weather I'm like God damn it. DARPA we already know that yeah we but over I mean, specifically the Jewish community I don't think my people are fucking controlling the weather. <laughs> might be uh, yeah it might be yeah, but make it sunny on my days off. How about that? True. Or like a set day. Or at least warmer so I can film the rest of my film. That'd be awesome. Um, Got a second sequel coming out. I can't even do it because it's so freezing cold. You didn't even use all my stuff. Shame. I used no. a good portion of it. Nah, no. Um, I showed it to my friends and they were like, you're dumb. <laughs> I'm like, that was wow. the point. I was like, I was what? Saying, that was the point. Clone robots. I got a lot of compliments of it. Yeah, that was great. Thanks, man. Um, so this bounce house. <laughs> um, I uh I was trying to help deflate it and I ran and I jumped and I belly flopped, but all the air went away from where I was jumping, and I just belly flopped the ground full full commitment. And I ended up having crazy back problems for years after that. And then um, the guy who told me about Alex Jones, he wanted to get jacked. And um, he put me on. <laughs> he loved uh, the incel Reddit stuff. And and um, we would work out together. And I eventually got personal records and stuff. And ba back's been better since then. But then I uh, had a appendectomy. And I stopped working out because I didn't want to rip my stuff. Hmm. Natural selection would have got me. It's crazy. I mean, even you don't have to lift super heavy. You can do like lightweights and shit too. Yeah. Focus on your lower back rather than your upper lats, I would say. I like lats. Like lats are like some of my favorite things to do. But I don't want to get into the whole, we can talk about working out all fair. Yeah. Um, what do you I think? Need... What do you think prediction wise in the next five years? Do you think or not even five years? Next five months, what do you think prediction-wise is going to happen? Do you think it's going to end up being back into full lockdowns again? Do you think there's going to be some types of insurrectionist type stuff happen again? Like the fact that the January 6th thing, there was an in memoriam or remember this day. It's like, what the fuck? 9-11 like, in Pearl Harbor, bro. I mean, Makes that's me not, not even close. Not even not close even. to that. And then there's government involvement in maybe, maybe allegedly both. Well, what about the four security guards that killed themselves? Yeah. And no uh, disclosure on that. No public announcements will be made on Martin Luther King Day. No public announcements will be named on any of these people that have done a lot to the community to be able to benefit society. None of those announcements will be made on those websites about that. But what you'll see is doom and gloom constantly. And I really fucking hate people that are tweeting that narrative like hospitalizations are up all this is up i'm like why the fuck are you going to keep perpetuating this why isn't that fact i just put up why got pics and got they'll pics. put up some type of post or some type of thing and they'll say this or they'll block you and then i'm like yeah. well why isn't twitter flagging these as like 
sowing seeds of fucking depression in people's fucking brains. It's not making people aware because then you see a retracted article or something like that. And then nobody sees that shit, but that will be published right after they fucking put out the misinformation article. I mean, the Rolling Stones is one of the biggest people that have put out a lot of misinformation during this pandemic and have been called on doing that. Like saying that the number of hospitalizations have gone up because of uh, what was it? Oh, they said something that was dumb as shit. I'm gonna have to look it up. Um, crap. I had some crap. I had something good, but we're talking about. Oh yeah, I remember. Um, did you watch uh, Ari Shafir on Rogan? What recently? Yeah, with, with uh, Mark Norman and all that. Yeah. Um, I liked how mad Ari got. They're doing it to us. We didn't oh, yeah. give them permission to do this. It was for that, um, for the drug that we are not going to say the name of because it'll get flagged off YouTube. I don't they think said that's what he was talking about. He was talking about uh, how they we didn't give them permission to corrupt us. You're not. You're not listening. I'm talking about what I was saying earlier. Oh, about- okay, okay. The Rolling Stones, for instance. Oh, are they talking about Ari? (laughs) No, Rolling Stones put out an article um, about saying that the number of hospitalizations uh, doctors having to refuse because all hospital beds were full because certain people were taking this horse medicine rather um, than uh, they had to reject people because of the amount of overdose from that medicine. They ended up putting up a picture from something that happened over a winter ago where it was like in the middle of summer, they put that out and people wearing winter jackets in line and people called out bullshit on it. They made a retraction statement about it and everything like that. Nobody saw that though. Everyone saw the hospitalizations from that. And then this whole thing has gone this rabbit hole. What were you saying about Ari? Um, Ari was saying that they didn't get, we didn't give them permission to manipulate us. We didn't sign on to this with the understanding that uh, we would be turning brother against brother. And uh, it's absurd that uh, you would just cut people off because they believe something different than you. And um, he got really upset too. Yeah. And oh, it, he, he's consistent on that. He's, he's said that multiple times you're talking about his uh second interview on there his the most recent one is the one that came out like i think it was two days ago or something like that it was oh, with, okay uh I'm watch it mark mark norman's on there as well too and then also shane gills is on there yeah they're gonna apparently they're doing that uh regularly because yeah fun. they they sniff smelling salts at the ending and that's what i've been explaining to people when i tried it for the first time it's to wake people up who are unconscious and it's it's got me afraid to smell things. And it's funny because with like the not being able to smell anything, my buddy has like a regular strong routine power lifting supply of, because I work at a gym and I just walked up to it. I was like, as hard as I could. And I literally, I felt my eyes start to water and my nose felt like it was bleeding, but I couldn't get any of the strong whiff from the scent, but I felt alert. It literally just makes you feel super, super alert. Like you could probably moan you. It, it's yeah it's really strong like a, a grade of ammonia that's in it but um it's so powerful too like when i before like I, when i could smell stuff that thing felt like someone like that wall that's in your sinus felt like this the scent broke that and it like makes your whole brain feel like it's been dipped in water and it's just like this it dude it, it's i can see why people could get addicted to that shit like when i see lifters always sniff it every single time they lift even if they sit down for five minutes walk up to the lift i get for more power but it 
I definitely think some of them sniff it in their car and just have a little fun with it. I bet there's some placebo there too. I don't know, man. That ammonia smell is like, I but, can't even describe it. It's like when you smell a cleaning solution and it's I would really think strong. That, yeah. I would think that my gains aren't even real because I would have to uh, pick up. they're definitely i mean they definitely give you a boost because imagine you didn't hit it you wouldn't be able to lift it so that's the thing though is that you you hit it and then you can lift it you're still getting the same effect of lifting that heavy ass weight and then you just slowly build yourself up there so like for instance if i bench 165 and i did smell i have a lot of pride i i do too i i like doing like no supplements any of that type of stuff when i lift but i mean it definitely is i mean i wouldn't mind trying it if it was around it was just easier now that i understand how strong it is so i don't go in full face first like when you watch shane gillis and all these people towards the ending of that podcast sniff it they stick their nose right fucking in it and they go what the and they rip their head back because it is literally that powerful it literally is like if you got sprayed in the face with a skunk the way you close your eyes and react that's how those things are they're beneficial, but I think that also it probably burns some neurons off in your head. Like I drink six energy drinks, seven energy drinks sometime. I definitely think the neuron in my body has been burned out at some point when it comes to caffeine. Nothing works on me. I'm, I can fall asleep right after an energy drink. You're going to have to take a sabbatical have time off. But I have ADHD I've, I feel too. bad if I have one two days in a row. I'll see. I, I drink an average of at least six. The problem is I know somebody who is suffering the ramifications of doing so. And then continues. <laughs> well, if I die at a young age, no. that's okay. No, I, I'll I juice care about you. I'll juice world it. Rest in peace, juice world. You know that rapper that took all those drugs and overdosed? He was on like, uh, a, he's a really popular rapper. I really recommend his songs. I put it in a lot of my stories and stuff like that. Um, really suffer from depression i mean hardcore but it catches a vibe for sure uh i actually used to listen to that a lot like created some serious scenes for the film and stuff like that um we're still trying to keep it comedic but he was on an airplane and cops were coming up and he thought he was going to get arrested for all the possession he had so he took all his drugs and he overdosed um no i missed that one i was thinking about uh the uh people that died at the concert yeah um let's see where do we leave off we got distracted by ari and shane and rogies we're talking about misinformation you see that biden uh was like hey y'all gotta crack down on misinformation out here i mean he says a lot of stuff he's the one also talking about that you should be doing your job to get the shot and it's just like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like you're pinning up people and it gets scary because I see family members getting pinned up against each other. I have a family member that I know is completely all like, you need to get like everything boosted 10 times. And I go and check their thing to wish them something. I can't I have to privately message them because they have their accounts set to only, and I'm like, I can't even see your friends either. So either you have it set in a way where nobody can do it, or you have it set to where I physically can't which makes it weird because I don't ever get into arguments with people about this stuff at all. Like I, I just talk. And then if people don't like what I say, that's on you. I'm not gonna, I'm not the one, like I put up a thing about uh, veganism when we talked about the vegan thing. 
about the amount of rodents and all that stuff that get killed in those crops when they try and do all those types of things. Someone just randomly commented on my tweet and was like, I don't think this is a good place to dispute this or talk about this type of thing. And I'm like, if you're taking it as an offensive call out to you, that's on you. It was a past guest block me. That's fine. I don't care. But people read something and they think it's for them. Like the, the shoe fits fucking lace it up and ride that motherfucker. That's not how it is. Sometimes you're just tweeting out a thought or something like that. Like if you don't like it, scroll past it, but people don't care. Yeah. So, uh, I have a few influences that I'd like to look to, like Alex Jones or Hotep Jesus or uh, what well, you know about Hotep? I know. I see you like a lot of his shit. <laughs> oh, um, uh, and Sam Tripoli. Um, trying to think there's a couple more, but what what Sam introduced me to is something called the rules of the Ronin. And. I would I would freely speak about my conspiracies, um, and then people just look at me like I'm just woo. So the rules of the Ronin are: we don't affiliate with any group, we don't defend anyone that we don't know personally, we don't defend the actions that we had no say in, we don't give knowledge to those who don't seek it, and we right the wrongs. The uh, we don't give knowledge to those who don't seek it has been quite helpful in dealing with people uh, around me. Like uh, the person who was like, well, who thinks you're so special? It turned into a whole conversation. And then like uh, father-in-law was like, hey, no more politics, man. Because I was like, bro, if I was in China, they're going to put me in a van. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she's all for like, oh, yeah, you should absolutely have like a barcode or a wristband or something. Because if you show up to the hospital knocked out, we don't know what you're allergic to. And we don't know why it's so convenient. Well, that's what scares me. Like, I remember, like, for instance, my medical insurance isn't the best. And so I never go like you talked about the childhood thing. I never went to the dentist. I never went to like the, any of these types of things. I never had any of that. Capability. I had 11 cavities at one time. Okay. I never had anything that bad. Um, <laughs> but if I like, I, I, I had to, I get a tooth pulled out, all that type of stuff. They don't have any record of me. Like they go in there and they go, so when's the last time you went to the doctor? I was like, I don't know. Like when I guess when I was seven, they're like, you're like tw in your twenties. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, you should probably getting routinely checked up and stuff like that. They're like, so we need your medical history. We need to find all this stuff. And then next time you go in there, like, I remember I went like twice in a week before, like when I was getting testing for my intestines and all that, they were like, Oh, we got you in. I'm like, Oh, so now I'm in your fucking system. And that's just a different feeling. Like, I don't, it's not like Jack Reacher where he's like, I'm off the grid. It's more like, it's just weird. They it's, I guess it's ease of access, but it's also kind of scary because you still make me fill out a chart every time I come in, like anything's changed, but also like when you can just walk in and they have you pulled up on a chart, it's like, you can use that for other shit too. Much like these places track you with their sites and cookies and all that. And they sell your data or do advertisements or stuff like that. Let's examine that on the tweets. Imagine you don't like following certain people. And then so you unfollow them because you don't like what they have. But you know, Twitter can just shove whatever they want in your fucking feed and you'll fucking take it because you can't do anything about it. You can uh, you can uh, 
for a while I would I was blocking uh straight off the bottom. That's how I normally do it. I've just been polite this whole time. Um making me thirsty. <laughs> time is an illusion. Early. What's early? Um time is a social construct. But what were you saying? I had an answer. Yeah, I want to be reminded of it. I was talking about uh, people shoving tweets or doing those types of things right in your face, which how far can they go with that type of stuff when they could just start oh, yeah. showing you what you necessarily don't want to see all because they can. But people feel like they have a slight bit of power to be able to choose what they want to see when it comes to people that they choose to follow, even though they can suggest follow. Does that mean Instagram? Like half the time I'm on Instagram, I'm like, how do I have, how am I following 79 people? I never followed anybody new. And you start seeing accounts that you've never seen before. Like that's what happened with that, um, that, that story about the Simpsons fan page. There was a Simpsons fan page that was out there that had, I mean, like a couple million likes on that page. Then it switched its name to like Trump page. And you're like, what the fuck? And you realize that that's how they get a bunch of followers is by like saying it's this, let's say like, it's an avatar film series fan page. They're like, oh fuck yeah. Any new Trump, releases of avatar the avatar Then it switches right over to fucking Elon Musk fan page. You're like, hang on a second, what's happening here? That's kind of smart, actually. I mean, it's what people do. It's like anybody that suggests an idea of creating content on something, they usually try and pick something that everyone's done. Like, I'm really surprised when I see film reviewers that fucking switch the narrative by saying, instead of reviewing the Avengers, I'd like to review something nobody's probably fucking seen before. Didn't get my... I remember I was real disappointed. I wanted to be like, ah. No, no, no. I was going to... I had something good. So, yeah, with them being able to push stuff to you, I'm always just, they're creating who you are. They're influencing who you are. Like, I would be a different person in this branch of of time had I not been given this information right now. It told me that I I would have been going all along, and then I got on Twitter that day, and then kapow, this is how I think now. Well, I think without metaverse was probably just released way too soon like i'm seeing now that they're going to be able to do online shopping on walmart through the metaverse did you watch that video where the person puts on virtual reality goggles in their home and they're in a virtual walmart and they're putting stuff into their shopping cart and as they grab it like a, a wine bottle it shows you what it is and then it scans your thumbprint to check your id checks your address and everything once you throw everything in your cart and you're about to check out thank you for checking out your groceries will be right at your door and next you know the cart goes off and it's supposed to be the person delivering your groceries that gets there whenever they get there i guess a couple like a day or so whenever they get it all loaded up and everything i think the metaverse was just released way too early and i think people gave it a lot of shit in the beginning and now that it's kind of starting to make a turnaround people aren't willing to hop on that bandwagon 100 percent. so there i think there's going to be another app that comes out that's going to be like eden and it's going to be some type of perfect virtual society kind of place where you can go experience everyday life go to a walk Oasis. on a beach yeah, like something like that. And it makes it even scarier where I start hearing the song Cheeseburger in Paradise. So with the swaths of people plugged in, I just imagine if I'm walking out in the world that I'm, I kind of rule this here. Like 
I could go to the town hall meeting that nobody's going to and be like, hey, change this. Or I'd be the only people, there don't be like a small amount of people participating. And then that would uh, be able to influence the real world more accurately because less are able to influence. Like, it's all about participation and having like less people around in many different fashions that they're trying. They're trying to have you maybe less people physically, <laughs> maybe less people uh, ideologically be by being distracted online and participating. Um, releasing the metaverse too early. Uh, they had to put it out to get it to evolve. Makes sense like any video game series or process. Um, Tim Dillon talked about virtual real estate. I thought he was bullshit and being funny. No, 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 no. He was not bullshit and being funny. We just Holy need the people fuck. who are the giant heads of these um, faces of media, which is Snoop Dogg being everywhere, all over the place, all the time. Kevin Illuminati, Hart. bro. Snoop Dogg Illuminati. Any of these types of people, all you got to do is incentivize them saying, if you get onto this, you're going to have all this. We'll give you right out the gate. Then you have your own private community. You build that up to be so much fun that nobody really cares. And they all want to translate over there to follow their pop stars. It's like um, the NFT thing, for instance, there's a new NFT thing out there called like some type of rabbit thing. Instead of a bored ape, it's a rabbit. And I have an idea. I just need to figure it out. I, I tried to get on that NFT app to make my own NFT art because I was making some really good designs that I've just been putting on shirts. I have the greatest idea. I don't even want to say it. Oh okay, don't say it. We'll talk about <laughs> Well, uh, we're talking after. <laughs> drink some more of that truth serum. Uh, All right. Twist but, my arm. But uh, what do you call it? Uh, the, it's like these NFT rabbit, these bored rabbit things. It looks just like bored apes. But what they're saying this does now. So but it's, it's not, racist. Well, no. So it's not copying the NFT apes. They're like little tokens. So Dan, uh, Dan Dobrik, whatever his name was, bought one of these. He's like a popular YouTuber, like a Mr. Beast type. And that is what affects the value of it is the person who buys it. Well, what happens is, is that if you buy one of these, it's like a ticket. And what happens is you get like a private conference to use your board rabbit thing with one of these famous celebrities and that's kind of what this metaverse is going to start doing is it's going to start letting you buy your own virtual real estate in a sense and then you get to hang out like you get to go to snoop dogg's party you bought a house right next to fucking snoop dogg and that's when it starts getting in minecraft scary. Well, it, 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 that's the, that's the craziest thing is, though, that's the only like people look at that as like, oh, it's my chance to get information on how to be successful. Or maybe he'll notice my mixtape or maybe he'll notice my book or maybe he'll notice my ideas and consider me like I get to be part of his posse. Then I don't have to, have to worry about struggling again. The craziest thing is who hops in now is going to be quadrillionaires later. Yeah, it's like the guy who has lost over half a billion dollars of Bitcoin in that fucking dump in the past eight years. He's been searching through the fucking dump looking for the hard drive with all his Bitcoin money on it. Like he doesn't know where it is. And every day they keep dumping new dump on top of his dump. So he keeps searching like he tossed out the wrong hard drive. But he didn't know Bitcoin was going to be this fucking huge. There are people that gave Bitcoin away for no apparent reason. And it got so big. And then it keeps thought, crashing. I thought 200 bucks was too much. That's when I was aware of Bitcoin. I was like, ah. Well, isn't Bitcoin like down right now? Yeah. but There was like a giant Dude, crash. 
through Hotep Jesus is where I buy my Bitcoin. Well, it's just the smartest way for Elon to make money because he can jack it up and crash it whenever he wants. And then when it's at its all time low, he just he buys a whole bunch of it and then he part of it. it Yeah, I think it's all in. It's He's like part a, of the evil. Well, it's like insider trading with like Nancy Pelosi saying that it's, it's worse. Like, it's okay. It's worse with, than well, insider trading. Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> the speaker of the house talks about insider trading is okay. And that she doesn't think she should ban Congress people from participating in these types of events. Cause you know, know, she has offshore it. accounts. Yeah. She was like, uh, no, I don't think it's inappropriate to, um, it wasn't me. It was my husband. Um, Yeah, Elon is worse than insider trading. That is what he's doing is done. Is what way there are no laws on the books to even fathom what like the future would hold for him to have done. Hey, turn it up, turn it down, turn it up, turn it down. Hey, uh, we will no longer be able to fucking uh, buy with Bitcoin, but we're not selling our Bitcoin. Doge down oh down saturday night live up down oh no no what he did on saturday night live was wild what he did was like hey blah 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 oh uh bitcoin who does that dupe but but they really should kaplow you you it's worse than being somebody being told if he were to tell somebody that he's doing that that's insider trading he's that wow it's just i I, you can manipulate the market surprisingly by acting money's not real well acting like a gary v and just putting out something like you got to do this or this is going to happen and then people all think that's going to happen so they all get into it and the market jacks up which makes it easier for the elite type people or the people at the higher class to be able to work the market like they want it's like puppet and strings that is the legit puppet on strings reference when you watch that market go up and down and take all these twists and turns and the fact that at&t is like paying trump's lawyer all this money and shit like that to be able to get a little bit like that of course that incentivizes that like if you watch any of these political things and you see a pfizer ad before they say something about Pfizer. You think that they're swayed to not just fucking say something about the people that are giving them money. It's kind of like Anchorman 2, where they start to report that thing on airplane engines falling out of the sky. And the guy who owns the 24-hour news station that he works at says, don't run that story because one of those airlines is the one that he owns. Like It's all like this kind of shit where you start realizing that everybody's got deals and deals and deals and deals with each other. And it goes back to Anthony Cumia when he did the Anthony... Anthony and Opie Opie show on the radio, he talked about usually you got a suspension when you said something that was a little bit too far off, but it was like a fake suspension. Like they just slap you on the wrist in public and then behind the doors, give you like a pat on the back. Like that's the best ratings we've ever seen. Then you actually got a slap on the wrist and you actually did get like time off and all this type of shit because eventually this corporation had dealings with this corporation that had dealings with this corporation. And you said something about that corporation and now it's affecting all of them, which is affecting their business. Money starts controlling the world and you start realizing the only people that you can really look to, to say things that are might marginally be true or might marginally be things that aren't blocked by these fact checkers are independent people that goes to blogs that goes to journalists that goes to podcasts that goes to all this which is why you're seeing tighter restrictions on these uh things when it deals with censorship because they're realizing that these people are now going to start being the voice that a lot of people look towards because they're tired of seeing the funneled mainstream mind control bullshit so 
what these people are right, six companies own all the companies in the world basically i allegedly um and yeah if you're <laughs> if you're at the top of one of these companies and like somebody way down the line who's actually sponsored by a couple things is talking about this one over here and then this one over here but we all go back to here yeah hey hey you don't talk about these companies on the other side um Howard Stern, um, he apparently did all the worst stuff. He's uh, a fucking for... sellout. <laughs> he is a sellout. He 100% yeah. fucking just what goes I'm with whoever's fucking feeding his narrative to get more attention on himself. I never yeah, thought he was good. I thought he was a bit of a dick. Um, I have I, That's probably one person that I just, I, I just don't fucking like. I think he looks like a failed fucking guitar player that just didn't make it. Yeah, um, he does. Like an my Allison my first introduction said. to him was the American Idol when he was a judge, and then like, he looks like a bird. <laughs> I just picture him perching on things. All of our uh, podcasters reference him just nonstop. So why would you just want to jack up your fucking views by making someone cry on air? Is the fucking stupidest thing to me that he does. He had and, a little dick competition where he showed up like seven dudes with their little dicks and I was like, what is this? Holy fuck. Well, so, he used to be like an actual really good like radio broadcaster person, but I've watched Joe Rogan just sit there and say how good he was or not talk about him and I've watched him slander Joe Rogan and just throw him through the fucking muck all because he's jealous that Joe Rogan's in the spotlight. Like Joe Rogan's eventually going to get out time. of the spotlight and someone else is going to be in the spotlight. Who that's going to be, I have no fucking clue i hope it happens before joe dies what i hope somebody hmm? what that he faces out of the spotlight or yeah i don't i I, mean i don't picture him dying anytime soon but no for sure unless (laughs) he's got navy seals guarding him i'm not worried oh you knew that oh i didn't know that so man he's smart as fuck man yeah, you got to hear his interview with Jim Gaffigan where Jim's like, well, you got to get security guards. And Jim, Joe's like, did you not see the fucking 20 security guards that are fucking here, Jim? And Jim's like, yeah, I saw them, but they don't look too tough. And he's obviously joking, but they're Navy SEAL people. They guard the shit because he has people that just approach his fucking thing in Austin, Texas. Absolutely. I would imagine the whole town knows exactly where he lives. Yeah. I mean, people are probably pinpointing and driving around the neighborhood, rolling down their fucking windows and turning down the music and trying to see better to see if they can find a glimpse of Joe Rogan. Is that his daughter? He's publicly (laughs) out and about. Like, he's not trying to hide from anybody. Yeah. Um, Jim Gaffigan made the rounds, but I couldn't watch. I mean, like his... It's just that's the saddest takes, thing is that his oppositional takes. It's okay if it's a podcast like this where I know we're going to talk about politics and we're going to have fun with it. But like when I hear Jim Gaffigan on there and he's talking about like Jim probably as far left as you could possibly go, basically. But okay. you can hear him being hesitant on some things where then he starts getting a little bit drunk and he starts joking and saying jokes that, you know, people are going to be like, oh, you said what? And it's like, Jim's like, I just, that was the real Jim. Like the one that was like, kind of like a Louis CK, like, I don't give a fuck type. And I'm like, I wish alcohol didn't have to make people like get through their self-censorship. You're you're allowing spirits to come into your body when you drink spirits. I love fucking mystical fucking the side of the conspiracy. Um, You like the occult shit. 
I don't even see you would be introducing me to that. You'd be like, Hey, have you, have you heard of the, this and that? And I'd be like, Oh no, but I already knew about that. Let me, let me hear about it. That's how uh, I was introduced to Alex Jones. But, um, Jim, we, we, we didn't even talk about Patton, but, um, I, there are lesser podcasts that had Jim on and I'm like, I can't trust it now. How'd you get, how'd you get such a big name? But it's, it's kind of selling out. It's not even, I mean, I would have had Carol Baskins on my show if I would have gave her money. You actually, you talked to her? Did you not see the message I retweeted or I put up on my uh, story? No. Yeah, she messaged back and asked how much my listening is. And usually when someone asks me that question, it's an automatic no. Um, Just because I don't think that should determine your view of a conversation. But I get people want exposure. And I just told her, like, you can listen to my show. It's conversation. I'm not going to talk about, like, did you kill your husband or anything? I just actually physically want to, like, just get your thoughts on something. Maybe that question will pop up. I don't know. Um. But no, 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 no. What did you ask is if the other guy is her husband. See, the thing is that bandana man. And I honestly being 100 percent honest here, I wish I could get famous people without my ego stepping in. So when people go, I was on that show. Aim aim low. Well, I've I've had my favorite people on. I've had my favorite singer on. I've had another favorite singer of mine on. I've had two. I've had like four different comedians on that are favorites of mine. Um, I'm just cataloging likes from my favorite comedians. Like they they liked my funny. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that I, I like I, I'd like to have a Tim Dillon on, but I doubt I would get any like serious conversation out of him, which is okay. But I just don't think I think he would be more about like doing comedic burns, which is it's funny when it's he's not. he he's something he's something crazy. I think he's pretty. When you see the real one crack through, yeah. When you see the real person, Tim Dillon, crack through his his funnies and his his persona um it's really uh endearing i guess yeah he's well he's very real person i've heard his actual interviews and stuff i really recommend an interview with him on the honeydew podcast with ryan sickler if you're gonna hear him talk can't stand his laugh bro i fucking me. love it people i fucking hate um he's a baltimore. i can't watch his show he's a baltimore <laughs> he's a baltimore homie um but uh, I want to I want to listen to all the people's traumas. But <laughs> he talks about his mom was like an impersonator of those mermaid things where they swim in the tanks all day. That was that's Tim funny. Dylan's mom's life. And his dad was like a failed musician. And like that's like his like he talks about the whole like working for like selling stocks and all that type of shit. It's very interesting. But like I was saying earlier, I wish I could get really, really popular people on here. So you guys have something to actually brag about, like. So you guys could be like, oh, I was on that show, too. And you know who else was on that show? Gene Simmons. I don't. But the thing is, is that when someone starts acting like I want this interview type thing, I want this type of thing. I just can't do it. I can't. No matter who you are, if you're fucking famous as hell and people are like, it would be great for your show. Man, honestly, my subscribers went up in the past month by 100. And most of my views were going up by like thousands over the month I've been gone. As long as you don't stop, it won't stop. And I have a fucking catalog for you to fucking look through. Yeah. That's the thing is that like I'm scroll, I'm scroll, more, scroll, scroll, scroll conspiracy. Oh. If it's a good episode with a person who someone might not know, that's okay. But at least it's entertaining for them. It doesn't always have to be a famous person, but it's also asking people to explore past their um uh 
past their comfort zone when it comes to just listening to something new, even though they don't know who that person is. And that's even hard for me to do. So, I mean, I'm not going to blame anybody for what they want to choose to listen to or do these types of things, but I think you need to find essential value, not in the type of person you think this person is. Cause I guarantee to you the worst conversations I've ever had. have been people I had to do like a strict interview type thing for, and I can't do it. I have that ability to, but I don't like it. Like we've almost talked for two and a half hours. Yeah. That doesn't I, happen when you're asking questions the whole time. No, nah, it's 40 minutes. Um, I said aim low. When you said you're like, hey, I reached out to Bezos, I'm like, that was more of like a personal <laughs> thing of like, I want to talk to him. I, he wouldn't even respond back. No, absolutely not. It's not even him running this. You shit. know, one person I did get a message back from, but they never fucking hit me back up. Mm. Brett Weinstein. You still tag him, don't you? No, I'm, I messaged him in like November. He never um, uh, got back. I bet. I bet that's one you could get. That's a get. Him and his brother the, are fighting Josh, on Twitter and shit. I can't do that one. The Josh Rogan is. Uh, I've I've tagged him a bunch of times. It's He's a little higher than yeah. Brett. Wyden, well, he was time. right about fucking everything with his book Chaos Under Heaven, and then he was right about like he, he was the one that first uh, sparked up this idea that it came from Wuhan, and now everyone's like, did it fuck up? He's just the one who publicly said it with the biggest platform. <laughs> well, he predicted a bunch of shit talking about the idea of like, if you're going to, why would you double fund that, that type of research instead of just having people in, like to predict the next pandemic was their idea. Like, oh, we're going to predict the next pandemic. So we got to bump up this research because why wouldn't you just establish areas where people are, are, are stopping where the spread could start? And they're like, now we're not going to do that. We want to fund the research and try and test it more. And it's like, what the fuck are we talking about here? Now you got people getting welded in their homes. Um, we're going to have to wrap this like, soon. because I know, I know. Edit. So the idea of it being, oh God, it's so tough, the Josh Rogan stuff, because there are plenty of smaller people saying the same stuff. Um. And it's just not as popularized until it got to Rogies. Um, now it's now it's all confirmed now, and it's weird to be right for so long, and then just be deemed crazy by every person around you. That's kind of tough. I'll say something to the wife, and I'll be like, "I have to show. I can't tell you this, me. I cannot tell you this, or you'll think it's fake or wrong, or." Just Damn. astronomically crazy. I have to show you the six, the three hour podcast that TikTok has made it impossible for you to watch because of your attention span. You would never sit through Dr. What Malone? Fucking, uh, you wouldn't yeah. sit. And, and they completely said, like, he's lied about being the creator of the mRNA and all that type of work. And it's like, I mean, he has the established things for it. He's talked about it and he has no reason to lie or say this type of stuff. Like he doesn't give a shit. And that's what I think pisses them off even more. See, when there's a doctor in front of their name, they get really fucking antsy. But also the thing with like Australia being in camps and shit, they, uh, one of the guys on there, Jason, something said, uh, he's from Australia or he moved to Australia and then came back after like 14 years. He just goes, we might have people in like camps and stuff like that, but you guys have children wearing masks in schools. He goes, we don't have that over here. And it's like, damn it. You got to realize like, maybe it's normalized to us of this type of thing. And then it's not over there. You know, like it's a complete, like pointing fingers and seeing it through a different view. 
That's why it's really good to watch American news through like the eyes of like a uh, overseas. Oh, just watch station. somebody else talking about America, what's going on in America. Yeah. Not yeah. some fucking person in the UK tweeting about it because they just like to. Yeah, yeah, no, over. no Europeans. <laughs> They're biased. Um, it's it's a tough time being being a conspiracy theorist. Oh, <laughs> hey, let's let's make it a goal to come up with a different word. Because not even theory is a weird thing. Conspiracy is fine. Conspiracy, the word is changing. Just say open-minded. No, no, no. Conspiracy is the act of somebody behind the scenes. The, behind the scenes, making a deal to change things. Like, spies exist, so you would think that conspiracy by default exists. So The word, the word is changing. Conspiracy, when you hear it, you hear... Oh, it's something crazy. Or, I mean, oh, when I title this episode, it's going to be a more professional. There's not going to be a funny name to it. It's going to be your name, actually, yeah. which I know at first, your first episode, you're like, I got to use my name in my face. No, yeah. I still, I, the you're, one of the last episodes, one of the things I said, I'm like, still like, Ugh. what? The last episode we had? I think it was. Uh, when I, when I said that I, and you even came in correct being like, Hey man, you start to see everything as a conspiracy. But when I say that, if you're on an FBI list, you're kind of involved with fucking FBI. That's true. Um, that is the whole entire, if you see one conspiracy, you can see conspiracies everywhere. I mean, it's not bad. I don't think you get any hate for it. I've tried my best to make sure that it's like, you do come across new people coming onto your show, but it's an open platform. It's a podcast. You're just hearing people's thoughts and people's opinions. Sometimes it's jokes, sometimes it's serious. And I think that's the best thing I really want to just be yourself. And um, that's why I want you to use your name. That's why I want you to use your face. That's why I want all that type of stuff. But when I title the episode, it's going to be your name. And then in the bio, you don't want me putting Brandon conspir- is a conspiracy theorist. No, you want me to put Brandon as a content creator, something that sounds better where I'm not fucking dismissing you. Because I agree with a lot of the stuff you say. I love our fucking chats. They go longer than any other guests that I have. It's a great fucking time having you on. Yeah, always, I love you, bro. Always welcome. Love you too. Um, It's just... I, it's very, very difficult. Like for me getting guests, for instance, only because I have people that I enjoy talking to that they don't want to be associated with. I'm not saying you, I'm not saying that, but when someone says an F word, that's not me. Or someone says it a bunch more than me. Or someone says like an Australian person says the C word I said it a couple of times this time. Normally I'm better. Well, I, I want you to be you though. I don't want you to censor yourself. And if someone's going to say, I don't want to do your show because of that, then that's their issue. I'm not going to lose fucking sleep over Free you will. for the next one. Free will. You got to be yourself in this world. And if people don't like that, that doesn't mean they have to like, when they say my tweets are my own, doesn't reflect my employer. I never want to be put in that position. That is the scary. I want to be fired for my ideas. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't ever be dismissed at all, but Sally, the world. No, no, I want, I want to be fucking so real that if it get, gets back to the job and they're mad at me about it, sorry about it. Well, we're going to wrap it because I want to hear your entrepreneur idea and we're not going to say it on there. Um, entrepreneur ideas. So I have uh, uh, disposable income to participate in NFTs and investments, not financial advice. Why'd you say it? Hmm. Did you say your idea? No. Okay, good. Um, Brandon, where's your links at, man? Toss them out there. Uh, Skeptophobia 
on Twitter and YouTube um, and uh, Anchor. Um, S-K-E-P-T-I-P-H-O-B-I-A. The Fear of the Skeptic. That's where you can find me. Now I'll be doing movie stuff uh, eventually. I need I need to buy software for editing. I haven't bought it with the new computer yet, but that's my fault. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, eyes and ears open, brain always engaged. <laughs>